0: Ah. official intro what is up guys welcome to dangerous rhetoric this is episode 23 um we are here with two special previous guests who are now united with us mr mark harlow i excuse me i keep fucking that name up you know
1: every fucking time (laughs)
0: mr mike harlow the most banned person on the internet
1: and No, I should be Mark now. Maybe I won't be banned from stuff. Yeah. <laughs> fucking man. Fucking. Okay. They're like, that's not my carlo It's Mark Carlo. And we have with us
0: satirist, shit poster, extraordinaire, um, interior designer, architect, Ricky Lindman. A little bit of everything. AKA gay fucking toad. Gay toad guys. Hello, everybody. Yes, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's just jump into all the bullshit that we're talking about. Now. Yeah, thanks for having us on. I love,
2: That's uh, cool. I love I'm actually, with that little yeah, out. I love
1: this, I'm, it's like my favorite homos, like the only gay people I like are right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, I think we might actually
0: even be like the only like couple, gay couple podcasters out there doing this sort of, thing. <laughs> out. I don't know of any, I don't know of any, so.
3: <laughs> I mean, I,
0: I would love there. to be on one, but you know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen when you least expect it. That's no, how it so Oh I hate that line know. of bullshit. I it's hate when
1: true. people say it's that. It's
2: fucking true though. It is true. Like Boys, plug your uh, tell people where they can find you on Twitter. Yes.
1: Me or him.
2: Mike doesn't even know how to
1: answer that question yeah. anymore. <laughs> Me? I'm on Twitter. Like I'm not Mike Harlow on Twitter. Please follow my Instagram because I just got banned from Instagram. So I have like seven followers it's Mikey (laughs) underscore back it up because it was my backup and now I feel stupid I have to tell people that's actually my Instagram name now so yeah I like
0: I I like how your bio and it says like oh this is my backup account in case I get banned (laughs) update I got banned (laughs) (laughs) yeah if only I used it beforehand (laughs) look they're gonna keep coming for people like you because like I you know like we told you last time you're making more of an impact than you realize And Uh I think I think Uh they wouldn't be targeting people like us if we weren't. We break the narrative. We we go against what the mainstream says gay people are supposed to be like and the opinions that they're supposed to hold and how they're supposed to speak and carry themselves. Gayception. It's like a gayception. Like it breaks people's brains.
2: Let Ricky say (laughs) what he's.
0: What am I supposed to say? What's your Twitter? Where can you find me? Oh,
2: it's uh. You can
0: find me on Twitter at gay toad two so the word gay toad and then number two uh, you can follow me on instagram i don't post that much anymore um it's the word bravado with a period between each letter if you guys want to see me well, shit post my art and which i need to start fuck whoever took gay toad one <laughs> Me. <laughs> me, it, it was, was me, really and I it got was to you? Spend it. <laughs> oh, you got to spend it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> was at 4K, and then they shot me down because like oh, I was fucking retard. Wow.
2: <laughs> so brutal. That
1: makes total Damn. sense now. I get it. And don't forget. Too. No, i was at like 10K, <laughs> and Dan Crenshaw followed me, and he's a fucking retard now, but I would still hit that, so. IPads, right? Is that the iPad?
2: <laughs> Do you want to explain yeah. what happened with him? What's that? What, what happened with him recently? What was it? Oh, it, yeah. Um, well,
1: I knew personally from things that he thinks the election was totally legitimate. I had heard that. I knew that already. But um, now he's apparently saying that publicly because I knew the last I had heard back in like months ago is he was trying to sort of publicly act like sort of ride the fence or whatever. But Not anymore, apparently, so I don't know. I will say somewhat, I mean, he's fucking retarded, but I will say somewhat in his defense, I couldn't really tell from the clip if he was saying the guy was stupid for thinking the election was fucked up or for for thinking that Trump is going to, like, return one of these days, which... Is equally retarded, so I don't know. But he—he's—he went from cool to annoying so fucking fast. So politics. I
0: never trusted him. I don't know why. I'm like politician. I'm blind as shit, but I can smell a snake a mile away. He's a snake. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. snaky about him. Toads, yeah, snakes, man, you gotta avoid them. Toads, fuck
1: snakes, man.
2: <laughs> Toads.
1: By the way, wait. Before we get to him for a second, though, can I just tell you why that is such a fucking line of bullshit? Go for, Go for it. So two things. First of all, I can't fucking stand when people say, "Oh, you'll meet someone wonderful when you least expect it." Believe me, I least expect. I have least <laughs> expected it for a good fucking decade now. I've believe been,
0: me, I've been not expecting
1: it this whole fucking time. Yeah. And the flip side of that, they're like, "Oh, well, when you're not looking to meet, like, no, fuck that shit." Because imagine if you like, imagine if you said that about anything else. You're like, "I'll find a job when." I don't want to find one. Like, fuck that.
0: I don't mean, like, not looking. Obviously, you should be looking to some extent because you're not going to find shit if you're not fucking looking. But what I mean is, like, the, the the type of person might end up being the type of person who you didn't expect it to be, is what I mean. It's Like, you might stumble upon someone while looking for someone else, and then you end up meeting someone who you weren't even looking for. And then next thing you know, you're like, wow, this person vibes with me. So...
1: <laughs> I'm going to hate
0: my husband at first. My it's, future husband. I'm going to hate him at first. It's a mystery. I, I don't know how this shit works, to be honest. But, I mean, I hope that mm. the right person comes along for you guys. Because you guys are catches. Like, Oh, thank you. you. You'll, you'll get them. I just got to <laughs> stop getting friend zoned. Yeah, You friend zoned? <laughs> Isn't it great? They, <laughs> I mean, I guess they, they're into you until they
1: find your Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least you get friend zoned. I get hate zoned. I <laughs> no, get hate zoned. am <laughs> like, not even friend zoned.
0: This grinder posts you shared cracked me the fuck up the other day. Where are oh like, can, can card, I ask you? you
3: something? You're not Mike. <laughs> oh, God.
0: And you're like, Mike who? <laughs> and they're like, oh,
1: I- good, you know. You
0: look I like- actually got a
1: message on there last night from somebody who, who knew who I was that it was actually complimentary. So that was nice. Yeah.
0: Oh, great! Tides are changing. What's that? The tides are changing. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. You know, I I hate I hate the gay community, but when I say that, I'm not being politically correct. <laughs> I don't hate gay people. Yeah. Like I I love our I people. Do. I just I want to slap them the fuck awake. They're so fucking retarded. That's, like I want to fall on the sword time and time again so that they wake up and see that this side that's preaching to them that are saying that they are their saviors, they're not. They? They're screwing yeah. them over.
1: Yeah, we're being used, and you have
0: to
2: be mean about it.
1: Yeah, you do. It's it's. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm with crazy. you on that now. I used to be like you know during 2020 and shit. I was yeah. all about like, think, oh, change they, people. No, fuck that. i We're so beyond that shit. No. You got to be ugly about it. And it's,
0: it comes from like a place of love. Like, yes, it's tough love, you know, and it is obviously not to everyone. You know, some people are going to be receptive. And when you encounter those people, you do want to try to be kind to them and show them like, hey, I'm just joking, you know, so hard when you encounter the actual authoritarians. I agree. I think you you just got to tell them to go fuck themselves because there is no kind, nice way to talk to these people that will ever convince them. You know, that or see you as a person. They're they're literally starting to dehumanize mm-hmm. us now for not adhering to the ideology, for not wanting to get jabbed, for not wanting to wear a mask. It's like oh my God.
1: There was well, this they've been doing that for so long. It's just we're seeing the next evolution and the next evolution and the next it's evolution. It's getting uglier. It is there
0: was weird. this one big booty bitch. I'm <laughs> so sad, I can't even tell if it's satire anymore. It's so fucking metardic. Oh, I know who you mean. She was talking about, are you talking about the, the scan?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like she was talking about like, everybody's forging these vaccine cards. Now we can't tell what's authentic anymore. She said, we need to have something that's either attached to our bodies or an app on our phone. She I said a miniscule that. tattoo. And I said that, there's a great precedent for that. And I yeah. showed the Jewish mark that they yeah. tattooed on there. I'm like, that's a great, great I idea, Billy. That. You posted that on Instagram <laughs> oh, today. God. Yeah, I saw that. Ridiculous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're deranged.
0: I don't even know if it's satire anymore. I couldn't tell either. I'm going to pull it up, but I couldn't tell myself. I'm like, is this woman, like, serious? or Do, do or they not hear themselves speak?
1: speak? I don't know if they do, to be honest. I don't.
0: But and even, just... the
1: thing is, even if it's, uh, you know, satire or whatever, what about, like, the hundreds of people who like it and retweet it and agree with it? Yes, like, it's satire. not an uncommon so, view now. Like, tell that it's satire. Was it you or was it Mike that posted it? And
0: I think what's an imperative is the people who are on the side of these vaccines, whatever, what have you, when they see shit like that and they're like, uh, well, I don't agree with that approach. We have to sit them down and shake them and be like, well, this is where it's going, baby. <laughs> like, So this is the direction that it's going. Are you OK with this? No. OK, well, then maybe you should come over to our side. If you want to get the vaccine, that's fine. Go ahead and get it. Right. I encourage you to go get it. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> voice. But get it. You're not gonna force it on someone else.
2: Yeah, it's, it's or tattoo it on their arm. What I saw a comedian fuck? too, I forget what his name was, but he was like one of the guys that used to be yeah, on I Jimmy Door, and he was like trying to make these like jokes about how like people were stopping at a red light and comparing that to getting the shot. And I was just like, dude, that's not even, first of all, you're not funny. And second of all, like there's a yeah, big difference between stopping at a red light because everybody else does it because that's the safe thing to do. And participating in experimental medical trial of a brand new thing that, that may actually kill you. Like there's people that have been, you know, people that died shortly after getting yeah. a shot. They make these ridiculous comparisons. So it's ridiculous.
0: Oh, there, there was also this comparison of, somebody denied me service to a restaurant because I refused to wear um, pants. The audacity. And then comparing that to injecting someone, something into your body. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. When in history, like, I mean, I don't know about history, but when in our American history, were we ever required to have a shot to go into a gym? or to attend a concert. It's like, they're trying to- act- The one is the worst. They say these things like, oh, you act like you never have to have shots to like travel or like attend school or something. It's like, oh, okay, there's that, that's one precedent. And we could talk about that, but to attend a concert, to attend a gym even like they're even pushing it to the point where like
1: to attend like a food
0: store you have to have this oh first of all i I never have
1: even gotten a flu shot or anything not even for any ideological reason i just haven't i don't get sick i don't want it i I just don't believe in putting foreign substances in your body unless it is some sort of life or death emergency i'm sorry to say
0: this is not we're healthy. You know, our immune systems are functioning. We've been fine this entire time. And, and look, Brent and I broke every fucking rule they told us not to break. We broke. We broke them all. We hung out with friends and we were doing that since the very beginning. We weren't wearing any fucking masks. You know, I was hugging my grandma the whole fucking time and she's 80 with multiple health conditions. I was hugging my mom, hugging my dad. None of them got <laughs> None of them are dead. They're still alive. Although my grandma is like, she's recovering right now, but she'll be okay. They want us to die. I know.
1: We'll stay alive just to spite them. I will. <laughs> the,
0: biggest, the biggest like reveal, though, was like after we did the D.C. incident. We went there and we documented that while Trump was speaking... We were in a crowd of people like
3: this,
2: shoulder Shoulder
0: to shoulder, the majority of them not wearing masks at all. How were there not reports after the Jan 6th event of massive amounts of Trump supporters who attended getting sick and dying? How did we not catch anything and spread it? For
1: the same reason, there were no reports of one person getting sick yeah. from one of the 20-something walk-away events we did in a couple months. Or, or, or,
0: or Black Lives Matter, the same thing. They're like, oh, those are totally safe. You're, you're protesting for, for racial justice and police violence, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. And then in the same breath, they're like, oh, but if you, if you protest Against the lockdowns, you're a super spreader killing grandma. It's like mm-hmm. that should have been that should have been the moment where most people woke up and realized most rational people are bullshitting us, you know. And at this point, if you know, if they're still buying into the this Kool Aid shit, I really feel there's no hope for them. If you haven't connected the dots this By this time, now. yeah, by now, go, I good luck to you. Yeah, maybe there's a straggler here and there who's really late and they're just figuring it out and you know i'll give them the benefit and, of and there's been a few of those like agree, i've had a I few people on twitter. twitter who dm'd me and they're like i followed your page at first because i thought it was stupid yeah and funny but funny and they're like but i kind of agree with you now i'm like because i'm right, Cause <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> you know i'm right stay mad you know i'm stay right <laughs> you want to hear something crazy by the way so first of all i feel like we were maybe like a couple of weeks or a month ago two months ago i feel like we were sort of about to be done with this shit didn't it kind of seem that way it seemed like people were putting the masks down people were living their lives so now it's like yeah, back yeah, with yeah. the fucking vengeance that I they knew, i knew they saw were their power it. slipping away and we're like no we can't let that happen
0: a little bit yeah. but honestly I didn't hold my breath. I knew they were gonna keep trying to push yeah. this.
1: Yeah, same. It is a but, okay. but I, I don't think I expected it to be this openly transparent.
0: They they are not even hiding it anymore. So I saw so. a video on Instagram. I, I can pull it up maybe, but I forgot if I even saved it or not. But it was a newscaster and they were talking about the Delta variant and they had a doctor on there and the doctor <laughs> doctor is so like bad. one of the worst actors i've ever seen oh god gone. yeah and She's there talking about the delta variant and she's like please get the shot and wear your mask it's so it's just so bad
3: i can't do this <laughs> <me.">
0: <laughs> but as she turns away you literally see her start laughing It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I'm just like. I would too. The acting was so terrible. And then as she's turning away, she's even like laughing a little bit. And they put that on the air. They're even trying. And then the guy after
1: who's like, oh, it's it's so, just so overcome with emotion. (laughs) Fuck you. They're not even
0: trying anymore. They know that they have pulled the the wool over so many people's eyes. And even the people, they know too, that even a lot of people who don't buy into this shit are too scared to say anything and will just go along with it. That's the main thing. What? That is the main message with this. And it's a lot of people on the side who are against this shit. And they just want to comply because they yep. don't want to cause a scene. Yep. Granted, I love the attention in public, so I have no problem starting. <laughs> so wh- what what is the worst that they're going to do if you walk into a store, you're not wearing a mask? They're going to say you need to wear a mask. Okay. Okay, that's the worst. Well, then just say something obnoxious when you're going in. I've been told I need to put on a mask. I said, no, it's going to fuck up my makeup. And I keep walking
2: in. <laughs> just keep walking in. You could also <laughs> lie. You can just <laughs> be I like, said, oh,
1: oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not a communist.
2: I'm not a communist. My doctor advised me not to wear one because of my medical history. Thank you.
0: <laughs> or just make a really retarded noise they, that they don't know how to respond <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> I had this really <laughs> weird experience. <laughs> like the, at the so
1: when we went back you to- can don't shop there, yeah, I mean,
0: that's a perfectly good response too, is like, you just turn to these people and you say, okay, I'll take my business elsewhere. And I think mm-hmm. if more of these places started to receive a response like that, they would rethink even enforcing these things. And maybe, so, maybe they would have joined max public house and they would have joined anarchy tattoo studios in New York and they would have stood up. And fucking done something about it. What cracks me up is seeing all these states now that are pushing for all these small, certain small businesses like bars, what have you. I think they really started pushing it in San Francisco this past week. You have to have a vaccine in order to enter. If any small business, small establish- establishment, what have you, complies with that. And I genuinely believe this. You deserve to lose everything. Not- I don't care if you're complying because you're scared. Everyone must pull their weight yeah. equally. You're lose. No, no one. You're not going your way. Way. You deserve to lose everything, and you yep. will lose everything. You I hope you will and lose it'll, everything. It'll be your fault. I agree. And yeah, it's not totally their fault. Obviously, they're a very powerful evil. They just want to comply so they don't lose every. You got to pull your weight. I have no, I'm I have no
1: sympathy come- for that anymore. If that's not it. at this point. Pull your
0: weight. after this amount of time. Yes, it's really hard to feel bad for them after this time because it's like, dude, look, we've been out here taking all the hits for you guys, you know. And that's another thing. There's this conception that like, like straight men are more masculine and tough. And <laughs> <much>. <laughs> I
2: know
0: so many straight men who. Cowered before this stuff Mm -hmm. and said nothing did nothing
2: how is it that i
0: know more gay men like you guys who did more brave shit and and stood up to this stuff than these masculine straight men because these masculine straight men haven't had to fight for shit in their life it was all just handed to them i got bullied and you know what i did i didn't sit there and take it when i was younger i fought back you have to fight back
1: yeah same if people tried bullying me they tried once yeah. <laughs> never again yeah That's what I'm
3: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I like had the percent like i would give off the perception in high school that i was the kid who might like shoot the school up leave that
3: name <laughs> <Same.
0: laughs> they literally had meetings with my parents and they thought i was gonna like <laughs> it was a defense mechanism and for the most part people left me alone they didn't fuck with me because they looked at me and they were like that kid's a little fucking weird like i mean i i showed, i think i sent Ricky some of my I, old photos Like you, you looked great You did look like uh, I would not fuck with you though no, Middle
1: school me looked really Like fucked it's like, I'm like this
0: motherfucker's going to sell me drugs or stab me
1: I can kind of see you doing Like a 9-11 I <laughs> know
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I was here, you know, what's funny is like little did
0: they know I'm like like a very sweet person. Like I I'm not really You funny. are saying like, I'm not like, like you have to stand up island. for yourself. Like not? Yeah. my high school bully, I catfished him and they're <laughs> driving an hour over to the next turnover because this. he tricked me down the stairs. <gasps> <I> was, <laughs> and he, so did, did you know it was me. You actually did that? <laughs> I catfished him. Yes, he tripped me down the (laughs) stairs. And it wasn't even a straight guy, by the way. It was some other bottom. He was very popular. He just fucking hated me for some reason. I don't know why. And then the final straw, he always had comments. I was going down the stairs. He was walking up. I was going down and he tripped me like on like the fifth step and I tumbled down. He started laughing with his friends and I sat at the bottom and I'm like, I'm going to get you where it hurts. I'm going to get you where it fucking hurts. I'm not going to hit you, but I'm going to get you where it hurts. Have, yes. So me and my friend, uh, we uh, created this. It took like a couple of weeks to make it look authentic. We found like this cute guy. This is terrible. But you know what? <laughs> Take notes if someone deserves it. He was really cute on Instagram. So we screenshotted all of his photos. He wasn't a well-known guy. And we posted one picture every day for like two weeks. So it looked like an authentic account. And then we started messaging this guy on Instagram, my high school bully. And then eventually while we were talking, uh, we were like, hey, you want to meet up, you know, next town over, I'm there. So he drove an hour, over an hour to the next huh. town. And I believe it was a Starbucks. And then he mes- messaged us on uh, Instagram. He's like, hey, um, I'm here. Where are you at? And I'll be like, oh, we're, we'll be there in five minutes blocked him on everything. And this (laughs) motherfucker knew it was me. He had to know it was me because he never fucked with me again. He was like, this motherfucker is crazy. He's insane. And I was. (laughs) And I was. This is why we love you. Uh, But you have to do, and it's mostly conservative and this is sort of a tangent, but it is related. When conservatives primarily, they're like, well, we have to be the bigger person. No, ah. you have to bully a bully. The only yeah. language that a bully knows is that is authority, its strength, and its fighting back. The yeah. moment you do that shit, they will cower the fuck down. Don't be the bigger person and mm-hmm. walk away. No, yeah. set them in their fucking place. They also, they they tend to target people who
1: seem more meek and like they're not... Uh. To fight back because they get but, off to it, get off it. They, they, and that's why it. every person who isn't like even just in their language, every person who isn't you know insane like us, even the way that they phrase things and they say, like, you know, even if they like if they ever defend someone's speech or something, they always qualify everything they say with, Oh, well, I don't agree with everything he says, like, everything, every word that comes out of their yeah, mouth yeah, is a place yeah. of fucking weakness. And that's the thing. I'm beyond the point, by the way, of blaming liberals. At this point, I'm more pissed off at conservatives. I'm, I feel like it, I feel like it really finally fully occurred to me recently that, like, I blame Trump for this shit. I feel like if Biden were president at the beginning of this, at least half the country would have stood up a lot stronger. I feel like we were all kind of caught with our guard down. We trusted him. We thought we made, like, at least for me, I was, I made excuses for him. I was like, oh, well, you know, it's just during the election and he'll fight against it afterwards. And he still isn't saying shit. Not a god, oh, it it chaps my ass every fucking day that I get the fundraising emails from him. (laughs) And still he has not said a goddamn word about New York Yes. Or anywhere now, L.A., New Orleans, everywhere. Yeah, has not said a word it. about it. I don't trust, trust him. Vibes. No, you will vote. not get my fucking vote. It's why I,
0: look, I sat the election out. It's why. It's because I was close. You know, I did consider it. But also, you know, in New Jersey, that vote wouldn't have fucking counted very much anyway. New Jersey basically always goes blue since the 90s. I voted for him in New York anyway. I voted for him anyway. Because the other option was obviously a, a freaking corpse. So that yeah. wasn't, wasn't much of a, of a choice. But I wanted to just maintain the independent status, and mainly I wanted to be able to talk about certain things, say, that might sound favorable to Trump, for example, the election. And then when when people come back at me and they say, oh, oh, you're just a Trumper, I can come back at them and be like, actually, I didn't vote for him, try
1: again.
2: And they don't know how to, like, they just, I mean
1: yeah but I said it doesn't matter to them I don't think. I mean does it with you cuz I didn't vote for him last time and they didn't yeah. give a fuck. It doesn't
0: for some but I think sometimes it like short circuits their brain. They don't know how to react like wait, you're They don't. They, They're they, like wait, you're gay and you didn't vote for Trump but you believe these things and you think these things are true. I don't. They don't understand. They don't know how to wrap their head around it and it's like, well, maybe because some of these things are fucking true and it doesn't matter if I voted for Trump or not The the truth is true. You know, well, and it, I'm tired. It, it,
1: I'm tired of them still to this day coming at me with, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. He's not the fucking president anymore. My feelings about him now are mixed at best. So I don't want to hear it about Trump. Like, we have real fucking problems. And but really they, the reason they do that, though, is to segregate you, at, to group you as one of the bad people. Yeah. When they say Trump, that has nothing to do with Trump. That's just yeah. their easy classification. Okay, you're one of the bad people. I'm one of the good people. And now, once Trump is like sort of out of the picture, or more. Now, whether you've gotten the you-know-what or not, I don't know if I can say it yet. Are we on Rumble? But that'll be their new way. That's their new way of categorizing I'll I'll good take people and bad people.
2: I'll take clips out that are YouTube friendly. So we can just, just say whatever you want.
1: But, don't don't self But
0: also like, you're allowed to change your perspectives. You know, that, that's another thing is like these people, they. Not if, in a cult, like, you're not. If you made anything they perceive as a mistake in the past, it's like you are like burned at the stake for it. It's like, sure, maybe you supported Trump and <laughs> you voted for him. And you had very, very legitimate reasons to do so, I would say. What? Get it bigger. What? You're going to do that right on, <laughs> okay. on the show? Well, it's not wrong. God, I wish oh, I this could. Is, this is like Joe Rogan now. Shit, we're like. <laughs> you know, one of the the main things that I'm seeing. So I voted for Trump. Um, I am not particularly fond of him anymore. I, I I wonder at this point if he was controlled opposition, and I it do believe that that is a reasonable thing to it believe. It is. I, I, I think I, that's reasonable. I've but i but what I will time. say still, what I will say still is that election was rigged. Hundred yep. percent. Biden yep. did not win. Yeah. He did not win that election. And I think it's really funny. And I see this primarily with the Libertarian Party. So mm-hmm. Libertarians will be like, oh, fuck the state. They're evil beyond compare. They're horrible, horrible people. You ask them if the election was rigged. And they say, oh, no, 100%
3: fair. totally fine. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> okay. True. It's almost like they're not serious
0: people. <laughs> but
3: but really I know is. the reason no. why
0: they say it. The reason why they say it is because that they don't win either way. Yeah. But that is a fraudulent approach. Yeah. That is a what fraudulent is approach. What it's true. true. It's just the truth. Yeah. What is it's true? true. The, what it comes down to is they're afraid of being labeled the dreaded conspiracy theorist. That's what it comes Ooh. down to. <laughs> oh, you're so crazy. You know, it's, the same, it's the same with Tim Pool. And we're fans. We like Tim Pool. We've been watching him for a while. We think, you know, as a moderate, like, he's he's an important voice to have in the current atmosphere it's like look i have my issues with him and i don't always agree with things he says frankly i do think that sometimes he should just take a fucking position on something tim like
1: he does he does take positions that's what drives me crazy is i can't stand these people who it's like you're no different than us. Yeah. You're, you're not. I can't stand these fucking people. Oh, I have no side. I'm a fencer. I'm unfe- what fucking fence are you
0: on? Shut up. <laughs> if you sit <laughs> on the fence too long, you're yeah. going to end up with the pull up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you <have to laughs> it's true. I, like, I understand that, but I also think the moderates are important and the middle ground is important because they facilitate that discussion between the two sides. And Tim, but, and Tim does that. And he's very good at doing that. And even though he sits on the fence for many issues... He does take positions on things. He did vote for Trump and he did. Except, well, he- but I
1: disagree that he is sure. on the fence with anything. I he just claims to be. Yeah. maybe. Well, so,
2: maybe you know. The thing we have to remember about Tim is that he's bringing in probably over tens of thousands of dollars a month in YouTube yeah. ad revenue. And if that was, you know, any of us, I'm sure yeah. we might moderate ourselves a little bit more just he- to protect that because he also has, like th- now at least a dozen people That's that are what I was dependent upon him yeah. for their income. because yeah. he's, he's, you know, growing his little media empire yeah. and he's employing people. So there are other
0: livelihoods at stake besides his own. So like with Tim is he's afraid of being labeled a conspiracy theorist. So he will try to avoid that. And oh, even
2: good reason because it will know, be anyway.
3: It'll
0: sure. And it will impact his business. It'll impact the livelihoods of other people. And I, the way he sees it, and he's explained it this way before too, it's more important to like stay on YouTube to be able to access that large audience so at least these conversations happen to some degree
3: rather than not
0: happen at all so I understand and I get it but at the same time I do think that it's just like there has to come a point where you're just like, you just got to fucking say it. And it's like, Tim, who cares if they label you as a conspiracy theorist? Stop being afraid of that shit. If you really think the, the election was sheisty, fucking say something about it. And and he'll kind of talk more about it on his like exclusive content that they put off YouTube. And that's like their methodology now where, you know, he'll curse there and he'll say certain things that he knows he can't say. on sure. YouTube. But so Tim the guy, is a guy and this is where his social utility comes in for an analogy tim is the guy who invites you to the house party house college party right he's your friend you go there but then you go to the party and then you meet someone in the back like dave smith who is selling you coke (laughs) and that's the real reason why you're going to the party yeah trying to get red-pilled by people like dave smith who is a libertarian he's the one of the good libertarians one of the Caucus. familiar with him he's great I think only some of his like harsh stance on like the police issue that was happening last summer was the only thing I kind of like disagreed with him on. But when I heard him on the show and just reading his tweets and stuff, like he is a very reasonable guy. I do tend to, I think he's be, reasonable. I agree with a lot of the positions that, that he takes. You Dave know? Smith, Michael right.
2: Malice, 2024. Yeah. I do yeah. disagree with,
0: um, <laughs> like, I think one of the main things that I've started to, um, but we kind of disagree with the conservative side, is we're like back the blue, whatever. Um, a, a really great video to look at right now is the shit going on. Where was it, France, where you have the cops going around asking what? random people for their phones? Crazy. And saying to scan that. And then people see that shit and they're like, wow, that's insane. That's crazy. And I say, look, well, pause for a moment. Pause for the moment. Who is conducting that? Yeah. Who's doing that? Who's enforcing these laws? They say the cops, well, not all cops are bad. Well, a lot of them are going to follow the orders to keep their jobs. I'm not saying that all cops are bad. Sure. They're gonna follow the orders in order to get the job. I think what a lot of conservatives need to understand is they do. Maybe they this do. might get me shit. They're not your friends. Yeah. Sorry, cops Look, are not your friends. I do. I do that. Personally, I do think there will be some who, if that were, if it were to come down to that, and I think it's all about the military. I think if it were to come down to that, there would be some who would refuse, you know?
2: I and think it would think be less than happened. It has, it has, happened. Yeah, it has they've, happened. They've been purging. They've been purging, they've been both purging. The military and yeah. police over they this last year. Look, a Talis
0: gym. Good example belmar New Jersey, Hatales Jimmy and Smith. I don't know if you guys follow him. When see the guy with the big long beard? Yes. When they first yes. decided to remain open <laughs> and the cops were sent there to shut them down, that off that uh chief, you know, he came, he's like, Hey, we were told to shut you down, and this and that, and we just wanted to let you know, have a nice day. And he let them stay open. Wow. He good. lost his job. He he had to step down, you know. I and think just, though, yeah, unfortunately, so you fun. hear about
1: those instances yeah. because they're rare. Um, yeah. I totally agree with you, Toadie. Like, uh, yeah, you I've never in my life said anything like Blue Lives Matter or Black back the blue or whatever. Because you know, obviously, okay. I totally disagree with the left on this shit, like defund the police and all that That's insanity. Too. But the thing is, like, everyone, even the most hardcore rabid blue lives matter people. To some extent, agree with what we're saying, because if they were to see a video of uh, cops shutting down businesses, they would be against that. Ashley Babbitt, they would be against that. Um, And there are even things of like, you know, when they talk about like black people being killed by police, I personally do not think that George Floyd was one of the more egregious examples by any means. Somebody no, like Philando Castile definitely was. Sure. Ashley Babbitt was. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like there could be, if the left weren't fucking psychotic, there could be common ground to be had on this and issue. There,
0: there are absolutely reasons on where I, I wouldn't say I agree with the left, but I do understand their sentiment when they say that you, you have motherfuckers going to prison for fucking weed charges in yeah. this mm-hmm. country. Yep. Are you are you shitting me? You're gonna destroy an eighteen year old boy's life because he's out there selling mm-hmm. weed because he has no other fucking alternative?
1: Yeah, but their words mean nothing because then they go and vote for the fucking then people who wrote these them goddamn them. laws. Yeah. It's,
0: it's so it just so messed up right now, man. It's the war like, on drugs is one of the main things. That is what I, I feel like that is a root problem for a lot of the things going wrong in this country. You're destroying lives over over drugs yeah. rather than helping these people who are on. Yeah, but that takes (laughs) us to another, I think, deeper level underlying. And it's, you know, it's the issues of of mental health It's the issues of lack Mm -hmm. of meaning and, and nihilism and people feeling so lost and discouraged and unloved that they feel they even need to turn to drugs at all. So there's clearly something about our society right now that People aren't feeling fulfilled. They're not, they're not feeling like they have the opportunities to lift themselves out of their situations. And if you're somewhere who's from like a ghetto place, and I am, man, and I know people like this. Like I've had friends who I grew up with who died of overdoses and shit. And it's like, I know people who turned into gangbangers and ended up in prison. It's it's like a vicious cycle it's a cultural too and they get caught into it and that's the thing like a lot of the BLM people don't want to talk about is they don't want to talk about some of these elements within the black culture that are not helping to lift them up but it's sort Absolutely. of glorifying gangbanging glorifying hustling glorifying these things in the music and in the culture where they're looked at as sort of like admirable almost and you know, Larry Elder and certain other, you know, more black conservatives have, Candace Owens have addressed these things. And I think they have points there. You can't just not yeah, factor those things into the discussion. Yes, we could talk about police violence. I mean, is it <laughs> is it really killing the amount of black people that they're saying it is? It's not, if you look at the numbers. Yeah. But if you're not going to address those issues and you're just going to chalk it all up to like systemic racism, it's more complicated than that. There's the cultural
1: aspect to it as well. So, I'm sorry, but, like, this is going to (laughs) sound shitty to say, but, like, it's just the truth. If nine out of every ten or, you know, whatever the number is, eight out of every ten people who were stopped by police that were wearing a purple shirt were committing a crime, just human nature, eventually they would develop negative attitudes about people who wear purple shirts. And that's not I'm not saying that that's right, but yeah. it's true. Yeah. So you yeah. will never solve one problem until you address the other one.
2: There's also a lot of black cops.
0: You know, look at uh, what's his name, Daryl? what's the guy like the Daryl Davis?
2: No, Daryl Davis was the Daryl Davis one who is the to the. He KK was the one, one talking
0: to KK. Who is the one who? David Dorn. David Dorn, you know. So it's just like. Where was the sympathy for him? And if you were talking about that at all, you were automatically labeled a conservative and it was just a conservative talking point. It's like, no, that was a guy who lost his life and he was just trying to protect his friend's business that was being looted by younger black folks and they killed him, one of their own, you know? Where's the sympathy for him? Oh, because he's a cop, his life doesn't matter even though he's black. It's like the hypocrisy there is absurd. It's just, I can't even... (laughs) Can't even fathom it. I think
1: something. I think something. This is a bit of a tangent, but I think something we all need to stop getting hung up on is. I feel like uh, you know, there's. We've split ourselves into so many different things, and people are so concerned about who's a Republican, who's a. Real conservative, who's a libertarian, whatever. It doesn't matter. We should all just be on the same side that we are anti authoritarian. We are against the state. Yeah. Cause I I used to be one of those people too that it's like, I'm not a conservative. And when somebody would call me a conservative, I'd be like, I'm not like, I don't fucking care anymore the but state no, is the, the problem, problem. Yeah. that
0: is where so much of this shit comes down yeah. from like if you look at the problems in in the black community right now and there is a lot of problems in the black community sorry but that's racist it's the truth it's not it's your family been- units have been broken down on
3: purpose and
0: if you look at the origin of that it has been incentivized by the state yeah if you look at pre um the civil rights movement not saying that they lived in a great society they didn't it was horrible the things that they went through before the civil rights movement. Yeah. They had a stronger family unit.
3: They did. And that
0: they had a better statistic of rising up out of poverty Yes. through that. But then uh, in, I, like I believe stuff. it was Lyndon B. Johnson who introduced the no. Great New Society. Was am I right? He uh, married so. the black man, or they married the black family to the federal government, which incentivized um men to leave the family so that mothers are single mothers. Raising these kids without a father because you make more money off of it from the federal government. You destroyed the, I, I'm not going to say it was purposeful,
2: purposeful. Been, well, if you, I they they was. Was. if you want to talk about systemic racism or institutionalized racism, like that's a perfect. Oh, he
1: was the biggest racist of all. Yeah. I've, I've I heard, heard this. There despite... is
0: systemic racism, and it came from the state when they created these laws, which were designed to destroy the black family. I've heard which this. Which were was... passed by Democrats, by the way. I yeah. won't say that, but they were passed by you Democrats. You just said
3: it oh so so i've heard heard this
0: by democrats i've heard this described destroyed the black family and then you have this shit going on right now
1: and let me tell you i like i this was really a big thing that led to me getting red pills because you know these liberals like they they will never have to be anywhere near their ideology being put into practice they stay in their little gated communities so for me, a big thing that sort of woke me up was that I lived in the projects for a little while and I saw this shit firsthand. I was renting a room in this woman's apartment. She was my age. She had, I forget if it was three or four kids f- from all different fathers. Most of them were in prison. Um, I asked her, what do you do for a living? And I will never forget. She goes, oh, I'm in the system. And she told me like, that's how it was for her parents. That's how it was for this. So that It's so generational at this yeah. point. That This is normal to people who have never known anything else. And she told me, oh my God, I'll never forget like conversations I had with this crazy person. Um, she told me about like how the buzzwords she would use to get more money. She's like, oh yeah, I just have to say domestic violence and like she would basically just keep having kids to get more money. And I mean, she would leave them like her, she there her little, little kids too. Like one was an infant, one was maybe two. And she would just fucking leave them there. Like I, I'd come home into the apartment and I'm like, and I'd hear a kid crying. And I'm like, is anyone fucking here? No. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's, it's so it's like disastrous. people who don't even want to be parents, who shouldn't be parents, who don't want to have kids, but it's basically their income it's incentive basically Mm -hmm.
3: we're
0: going into the subject now of like the welfare state which is something i I have a few different opinions on but it it incentivizes i think what ricky was going to say here low expectations and i've heard this described as the tyranny of low expectations by certain uh black intellectuals and stuff who address these issues and you know think about it if you're If you're creating a system where people become reliant upon the government to get a welfare check where they can't make above a certain amount. Or they will lose that money from the government, it incentivizes them to never lift themselves above and to like get that yeah. better job to start that business to make that higher income to take that risk to do it, because they're afraid that once they start to make more money, then they lose the money that they're getting from the state. So it literally incentivizes people to just not do better to not improve themselves, because then then they're not going to get the free money anymore. On the flip side. There are legitimate cases where welfare, I think, is is needed and is necessary, despite the fact that it is abused. The system is abused by many people. And one of those examples is my mother. My mother has cerebral palsy. (laughs) You know, she lives in a wheelchair like she she can't really read. She can barely write. Um, People like her, yes, need some kind of government assistance. They can't just work regular jobs. And if they end up having kids. They can't raise kids normally, they will need some sort of assistance. So I think what it comes down to with the system is like, how do we vet people properly to figure out who actually truly needs that help that money and making sure that we're allocating it to the people who really truly need it and, and aren't capable of lifting themselves up more. I, I agree. The people who are and are abusing it, what you're doing by allowing them to be roped up, roped into that, is, is you're going to incentivize them to just stay down, to never lift themselves higher because they'll be too afraid of losing that assistance, you know? I agree, and like I, I really resonate with your point there, like, I don't talk about this a lot, but like, my mom was in the same situation after she left my birth father, it was just her and I, she, she had to live off of the welfare system.
3: Yeah.
0: And then but but the main goal of that is to get out. You, that that's what the primary goal should be of. Should be yeah. You need to begin, Use it. Uh, it should, should be yourself. incentivized to yeah. get the fuck out of it. And which she did. Thank thank God. Like she she went to school and she got a, a good job and she started raising. me. She also met my my stepdad, who I just call my dad now. Oh, and then you know we kept prospering. But like th- there is a good purpose to welfare i I do believe in it i I think every now and then we do need a a step up we need a shove up but it has to be a shove up not i'm going to hold you and carry you no the number one goal of the welfare system needs to be to get you off of it how can we get you off of it incentivize you to get it off of it I think it also but says a it lot be a hand
1: about, up, not a hand out. It says a know? lot no.
0: about a society too that's able to help the people who really do truly need it and like are disabled and and can't do that for themselves. It's like that's what we should be doing, but
1: but I will say, the problem is, for... is the
0: people who abuse it, and the problem is the fact that it is going to incentivize people to not lift themselves up out of it once they're so used to getting that money. But I agree, you know what Ricky says: like the goal, if you find yourself in that situation, should be to get yourself out of it, to not be reliant upon the government, but to use. They're encouraged not to that little bit of help to put yourself in a situation where you no longer need to rely on that money from the government. I feel like it also but the it, thing it is, needs to be like an incentive where you're on it, yeah, that you go to school or something, you, as, you, as, you as have like to prove a, that you're going to school or something. As like a prerequisite or, or like a yeah. requirement. Yeah, I think I think maybe, maybe if we update the system in that way it it could help these things but man so much of the damage is done you know fatherlessness is up in every Mm -hmm. community not just the black community every community in the united states so the breakdown of the family unit yes is a very serious situation it leads to aimless kids especially young men who have no example they they don't and this is why I think when the situation we're in and we have so many people who, who aren't capable of standing up for themselves because they need strong men. But let's not
1: forget, too, that, like, look at the destruction that has been caused just in the black community, for example, by the welfare state. Let's not forget. Look at the last year. We're all welfare queens now. They have taken this model and applied it to 100 percent of the population. So. That's what we're living with now. Because That's the reality. How many people, how many millions and millions of people who were never on welfare would have never entered that world and were now pushed into it over the last year? It's true. It, it really just can't be understated how toxic the situation that we're in is from about 20 different angles yeah, when you wonder. when you
0: become 100% dependent upon the government yeah. the government owns you at that point they own yeah, you. That's they, wonder. you they that's no longer at the point you know they, they no longer work wonder. for you you work for them Yeah, and you abide by their rules that they have established and that is essentially what they have <laughs> over the past it's really brilliant what they've done it's it's very clever yeah it is clever yeah you know? there's some very i always say they're fucking geniuses it's, it's diabolical you know it's the type of shit like you you see in like movies or comic books you know it's like and, and that's what's so crazy too it's like we, how many examples do we need in movies and comic books of like authoritarian governments oh. conspiring to take power and to enslave the people and create a dystopian society like how many examples of that Do we need to put in in front of us? And we watch all these movies and we read these things. And still the people just think, oh, they wouldn't do that. Ah, the government wouldn't do that. They care about my health. They care about us all of a sudden. What I would um, suggest for people on our side, and this sounds really sick, but it's true. To a certain degree, you have to admire these people, what Mm they've done. It's it's very brilliant because when you start to admire them, you also start to learn from them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Learn what they're doing. Yes. Take notes, and then counteract it properly. You, you have, have to, have to admire them. Yeah,
1: you have to understand. Like, I, I've stupid. been saying, they're saying they're that for stupid. years. It's it is time to stop mocking the left and start learning from the left. I hate to say it, but like I wish that our people were half as engaged and determined and all of it as they are. When they want something, they damn well get it.
0: If they're a tantrum. Yeah, throw a tantrum. Like, literally.
1: (laughs) I know. But, you know, the point is they get what they want. Yeah. I
0: think the point is not to throw a tantrum. Obviously, we're not... No, no, but... but To to, to be more assertive. And when they they face you with this authoritarian shit, to stop being polite about it. And mm -hmm. to to stop pretending... They're not not qualifying
1: shit that that they say. They're not going around apologizing for their beliefs. They're not, not, you know, they... They go out and do things. I mean, even if you just compare the, how the parties operate, like well, the Democrats for a very long time have been going into red areas and chipping, and chipping away and chipping away and chipping away and getting closer each time. Republicans, when they think they can't win somewhere, they throw up their hands, they're done with it. Like you never see them yeah. around here.
2: Well, it seems like the Republican Party to a large part has been neutered and it happened right around when the, so the elite basically was, Backing, they were they basically occupied the Republican Party up through like the George W. Bush years, mm-hmm. and then it switched during the Obama oh. years. We saw the elite suddenly back the the liberal, the Democratic Party, and what had happened was they basically used the the establishment Republicans, who like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, all these these dinosaurs that are in their eight, turtle boy. They basically Hurtle. used them. To, to they kept them in the leadership positions, and they kept them so that they wouldn't you know actually lead that they would just sort of like bend over and fold and sort of like go on the defensive so that anytime now the, the elite wanted to push something, they would push it through the, the progressive angle, which really isn't progressive. It's just authoritarian and communism disguised as liberal or progressive politics. And so they get they have a uniparty basically, and there's very few Republican uh, you know outliers that are willing to stand up and buck the trend. And you see what happens to them. You saw what happened. Well, t- Tulsi Gabbard as an example but she was actually a democrat yeah. but you know they, they assassinated her character yep and they, they basically effectively got her to quit yeah. and you know look at what's happening to uh what's her name marjorie taylor green yeah she's been you know basically she's she's viewed and projected as this crazy Q-Anon yeah. unhinged she, nuts like, and, yeah. th- and because they have control over the major media they can you know they can project any reality any narrative they want and enough people will will believe it that they can just keep the illusion going yeah. and this is the major problem that with the two-party system is we don't even have two parties we've got you know a, mm-hmm. an aggressive faction and we have we have like a top faction and a bottom faction and you know the bottom faction just keeps taking it and I'm laughing Ricky. <laughs> the top just keeps pushing and you know it's
1: I can hear your thoughts. the top just keeps pushing it's Ricky. just
2: you know it's it, it is, you need it is. Those power bottoms that's why they there. censor us. that's yeah. why this power
0: bottoms in there
2: <laughs> and we don't have any we don't like I no mean, power bottoms, <laughs> but so then you have people like matt gates they've they've slurred him as a pedophile, you know whatever. they've got this whole thing about about him being you know a, tra- a trafficker or whatever, yeah, and look what they're doing to Ron DeSantis, for example, who's standing up for the people in Florida. You know, they're attacking him, you know, and Twitter is complicit because they keep promoting, like, Death Santas and, mm-hmm. you know, Death Ron and all these, yep. you see them trending all the time. That then when Hunter Biden's new sex trait dropped, you know, there was a whole video, it was on the Daily Mail, where they, they showed a whole new video of him saying that he lost another laptop. Mm-hmm. This guy has lost more laptops in his life than I have owned.
1: Yeah, I am.
2: And he's talking to a hooker naked. And basically explaining, you know, that they're going to come after him because, you know, he keeps losing laptops and shit. And, and that whole story just it was it, it, it trended for yeah. like a hot second and then it was gone. And I so I called it. I was like, oh, look, it's trending. I wonder how long until it's gone. Well,
0: I made a comment about this on Facebook yesterday about the Hunter Biden laptop story oh, being covered up. You know, during it during, was the October during, surprise yeah, big tech, which was fascinating. And I didn't, I mean, the the way I worded the comment too, all I really said was like, you know, and Biden's voters keep pretending that like if this wasn't Donnie Jr., this wouldn't be for huh. every single headline and every single mainstream media outlet talked about for weeks on end, right? And they just keep pretending that wasn't the case, right? And that the story isn't covered up. They don't I, I made I made a comment like that. And then, like, like, a couple hours later, I find, like, I'm going to, like, post or like something, and I'm restricted again for 24 hours. And I'm just, like, it's so in front of people's faces. You I know. know? It's so so like, here's the like, biggest red pill when it comes to this shit. Yeah. When you point out the hypocrisy, they don't care. They don't. I know. They don't care. They don't. And that's why you're never going to win over by pointing out the hypocrisy. You just have to shove them aside. Yeah. They're not going to respond to logic, Make reason, what them. have you. Make fun shove of them, them aside. Yeah. Make, fun of them. Make fun of them. Make fun of them at this point.
1: He, just, I, I hate that Toadie's right, but he is. Like he is, I, That is. was the totally opposite yeah. approach that I had for so long. And my approach didn't fucking work, so yeah. he's right. There's like, like You a had it hard he, for you. us to fathom that because these people are so fucking illogical. Oh and it, it really is sad. Mm-hmm. And like, I... I
0: I genuinely, I know I look like such a, a a prick on Twitter, and I am a prick. But I, I really do like feel horrible for these people. Like it, it is terrible. Oh, I don't fuck them. I do. I, it's <laughs> no, I... What has been conducted against them? That aside, I am going to shove you aside because yeah. you are collateral damage and you are part of the problem. I don't think you will. I agree. But I think shove them it's, aside. it's possible to sympathize with them, but still not be polite when it's not. Oh, possible. I have no sympathy for it's, them. It's oh. like it's shooting a, a zombie. zombie. And some Imagine a lot, a lot of conservatives, too. It's not, <laughs> it's not all the left and it's not all the liberals. There are conservatives pushing the shot too and pushing the vaccine. Wait, I hear Ricky's well. point. So. It, it, it's like let's say your best friend turned to a zombie. Zombie and it's like damn i i loved you but i'm really gonna shoot your brains out yeah. like I, i'm sorry yeah. i loved you and I, I wish I don't you the best be in the next life. I'm gonna blow your fucking brains out. It's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <not> with that. <laughs> wish you the best.
1: I'm the only I, fucking I, person I, I, here who doesn't have a goddamn I, firearm. I just have my like fucking. I don't have a, a Bottle have, opener. I, I can. I don't before. have one yet either. So you're not. Oh, well, I don't have one, yeah, one. You either. got your man. I got my man. I have uh, fucking I bottle opener. Have a bottle. i have opener. my own man. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to hear something amazing, though? I can't can't believe this happened. I'm so proud. So, like, my dad, like, you know, I red-pilled my mom. My whole family were fucking Democrats. I red-pilled my mom. My dad, it's been tougher. Like, he gets what I'm saying. He kind of does like i don't know and then he just sits and watches cnn all day and we're back at square one and he's like oh i don't know but they said they i dying i don't know so anyway though like you know i made sure he wrote it for fucking trump i filled out the friggin' ballot for him um but anyway i can't believe it
0: like you submitted to Was voter that?
1: fraud you submitted to voter fraud mike There's no i didn't him. he did it i just you know I had to help him. But so, anyway, though, I've always thought that like what I say just goes in one ear and out the other. I can't believe it, though. So, I saw him before and he told me he was in an Uber today and the guy was like, "Uh, You need to put a mask on. And he was like, No, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is not complying. So proud. (laughs) So
0: proud. proud. I love this. By the way, speaking of which,
1: you guys want to hear something really fucking strange, by the way? Let me yes, know if this they do. true. Or it's just me. So um, so my dad, like, you know, he had a heart attack a while ago. So, like, the last couple months he's been staying at, like, a rehab facility sort of place, like, recovering. He's mostly fine. But it's just some, like, you know, mobility shit. But so anyway, at this place they say suddenly they're like, oh, all these people here caught COVID. Like, five people caught COVID. Uh, so you can't leave. You have to stay here. I'm like, what fucking sense does that make? And he, you know, like he was just out of town for the week. It's not like a sort of thing where you're, it's not a prison, you know? So what fucking sense does that make that people got COVID here? So you have to stay here with the people who have COVID. So I called, I was like, no, fuck that. You're coming to stay with me. I'm going to come get you. And he was like, no, they said I can't leave. I was like, uh, you're leaving. I'm coming there and we'll fucking see about that because I don't know if it's just me. At this point, I distrust these people so much. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. Be. Would you put anything past these people? Like maybe they yeah. want more people to get COVID. But I don't know.
0: With Cuomo and what Murphy did in the, in the beginning of those lockdowns by sending the sick old people back into the nursing home so they can free up those beds for for an influx of younger patients that they didn't need. <laughs> killed way more people than was necessary look my grandma's 80 and she's in a nursing home now and that's that's kind of 90
3: inevitable but i
0: truly think that at the beginning of all of this if my grandma was in one of those nursing homes she'd be dead right now i truly believe that
3: yeah
1: but the, the thing is these are not stupid people so like and I'm not saying that I necessarily think this is what's happening but it, it's certainly a possibility like maybe they want those numbers to go up because like with this, for example I don't see the logic in them having an issue with okay people here have COVID go to the place where people don't have COVID It makes so it I'm fun. like I don't trust this shit you're coming to fucking stay with me.
2: I think they'll be right they, back Did they give the you way. any, any get in trouble when you went to pick him up? What's that? Did they give you any like trouble when you went to pick him up?
1: Oh, I got into a screaming fucking fight with them. I don't care. I'm like, you think <laughs> you think you can scream, bitch? Let's go. How you got to do it, man?
2: It's like, y'all haven't seen Mike Harlow get loud. Get belligerent. Oh. You got to. You got to. It's that, you know, it's that mixture of your, like, New York. When it,
1: when it comes to my dad, like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I will be right back. Gotta Are you... The, that's,
0: I got take like, the fattest
1: take a fucking break? piss. We can okay, break. I was gonna say, is it, do you have to piss or do you need more drinks?
2: <laughs> P break.
1: Pea break. I'm gonna refill my glass of scotch. I can edit this part out. I'll be right back. Am I, am I the only
0: one who's still here? What do you want to do? A fucking tap dance? I'm gonna go fill my scotch.
2: Let's take a pea break. <laughs> <laughs> take another bottle of Corona, girl. We can go for a while if you want to.
1: Okay, I'm gonna stretch. This is great. I'm
2: having
1: so much
3: fun. (laughs) I know. I love you guys.
2: My hair. Yes, girl, get the pictures.
1: <laughs> it, the fucking front camera makes me look like shit. What's on your rings?
2: Ring?
0: What's that? What's your ring? Is it a bear? Is it a skull? It- it's
1: uh my best friend uh makes Bears. it's actually on <laughs> Ew. Uh it's on upside down and I can't get it off my fat finger, but my best friend made it for me. It's a lion because I love oh, lions. Cute. Yeah. Sweet. I'm gonna fix my hair. I'll be that. Go for Maybe it. it. Me too. I'm
2: gonna here, like get the way. Fuck it. I may mean, cut a- mine. I'm gonna do a mohawk, I think.
0: I kind of I need my beard. I'm looking really terrible. So right you look great. I love Thank the beard. I'm trying to grow my beard. I've I'll, never grown this out before. I'm looking very Malaka Daka, jihad Jihad. Like Allah Akbar. It's
3: so funny. Allah so
0: Akbar. Allah. 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 down because he looks Arabic. <laughs> he's not Arabic. At an <laughs> airport. <laughs> looking real I'm already on a watch he's, list. He's never so. been on. A, he's never been on an airplane. I have not been on an airplane yet. Yeah. You've never been on an airplane. I have not been on We an were going either. to go to
2: France a few years ago and then the trip was cancelled abruptly, and now Ugh. you just internationally <laughs> travel. Yeah. Now I'm wondering like, am I ever gonna even get to go to another fucking country? Like mm. is
0: that even gonna happen? Oh
2: my god, Ricky can come to France with us. You can come it's so
0: ugly there. It's so ugly there.
2: Oh, the south of France is beautiful. There's a
0: bunch of historical things I want to see. Like, like yes. I'm, I'm a really big fan of Gothic architecture. Like, a Don't huge, even get me started, dude. Huge fan. And I know you must appreciate it, too, just based on the. Well, oh, I studied over there. So it's like, I mean, I, I study symbolism and comparative religion and alchemy and these types of weird fucking things that I'm interested in. But Gothic architecture, it's... I think it's like one of the most unique, original Uh European styles of art. And there are some scholars and alchemists who actually believe that the renaissance was almost like a, a regression in a sense stylistically by going back to copying the greeks and the romans instead of sticking to this more very original unique style so they reverted back to the fucking domes and shit instead of sticking to the pointed arches and the giant windows and the stuff that they were doing initially in the middle ages so it's like right the scholars look at that and they're like yeah, i mean yeah it was the renaissance but was it really like a progression? You know, because artistically, you could almost view it as a sort of regression, where they abandoned this incredibly right. unique original style that they had going on to copy the fucking Romans again. Like that hasn't been done already. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I saw and Barnes. I need to see Notre Dame. So, oh, Notre Dame, beautiful, beautiful. Granted, it was half burnt down when I saw it. but It was still beautiful. Yeah, I hope I can see it. We'll see. Like, um, like, like Renaissance architecture. Like, it is beautiful it is like you you go into those spaces and i know but you i i cry easily i teared up in every single fucking cathedral designed to do that that's what's crazy about it they're so they are they're beautiful they're like and but they were copies they were copies of what was done in roman greek like who was the architect if it was the um Botticelli was it Botticelli um it was the Florence I fucking suck here wasn't it um Boccaccio. I'm just gonna throw B names out there. <laughs> he was the the designer of the um, Florence Cathedral. I know right. exactly who exactly you're talking about. It begins with an M, I think. No, it begins
1: hey! with. A B. Who, who was
0: that? It begins with a B. Florence Cathedral.
1: What are we talking
0: about? Brunelleschi. Br- okay, Brunelleschi. y'all want to know yeah. the story about Brunelleschi? I was about the B. So fucking funny. So he was the architect of the dome of the Florence Cathedral, right? Mm -hmm. So the Florence Cathedral had been built for like 100 years before the dome was built. Because once they got to the dome part, they they realized,
3: oh,
0: we couldn't figure it out. (laughs) Brunelleschi was a failed businessman. Mm -hmm. And then he saw there was a contest going for whoever could design the dome. And he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But he went there and he said, I know how to build it. And they said, well, how do you build the dome? He said, I'm not going to tell you. You have to hire me first. So they hired him. <laughs> and he said, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know what he was doing. But then he took an egg, right? And he, he uh, splashed the Did you see this in a documentary? It. I totally saw this in the documentary. <laughs> no, I learned about it when I was over there. And he smashed the egg and he said, we just have to rebuild this. He had no idea what he was doing. If you look at the inside construction of the dome, you see like these giant chains going across holding each of the leaves of the dome together. And he just made that up like on the spot. He had no idea what the fuck he was doing. So didn't they make the stones like concave as well? Like they removed some of it to make yeah. them lighter. So they'll they'll be able to actually hold Yes. It. Yeah. They're lighter, but there's also, I have no idea how it works for it, but there are these giant chains going across, holding each of the leaves of the dome together. Yeah. And it, it looks insane. And it's crazy that it, it's still there. Is this the Duomo? It still works. And it's the Duomo, yeah. yeah. And I climbed up to the top and I got to see like the construction. It It's insane, but it, it's so beautiful. Well, it shows, you know the Positive aspects, I guess, you know, of humans and and the stuff that we're capable mm. of, you know, the mm-hmm. like you said, you walk into those places and like you can feel like an emotional reaction. You and feel like cry. I, I, I cried I every time. They're designed, to uh-huh. they're designed to have that particular effect on you from walking into them and to have that like sacred space feeling. But sure they've, I don't remember who described them in this way, what scholar it was, but they were described as, you know, for frozen music, you know, music frozen in stone. And that's kind. Of that's um like was that i don't know if about... it was him specific it was frank lloyd wright described music as being synonymous with architecture yeah. architecture is simply a paused composition yeah. and he was a he, he started the modern movement in yes. america and that's
3: people true. sit on
0: modern architecture yeah. all the time and i hate contemporary architecture i don't like it but the modern movement really started in like the 1930s 1940s he brought it to america in like the 19. 19- yeah. I, I'm familiar Beautiful. with I'm familiar with Wright particularly mainly because uh, I studied a uh, a mystic philosopher named Gurdjieff, and Frank Lloyd Wright's Ooh. last wife was a disciple of Gurdjieff or a student. Really? And so yeah, that was right. how I even heard about Frank Lloyd Wright, was that he had a sort of somewhat of an interest in Gurdjieff's teaching. So I stumbled upon him by just reading, reading about Gurdjieff. So I ended up learning, watching a documentary about Frank Lloyd Wright. I think it was done by um Ken Burns, I believe. Did. Yeah, and that was he, a great, he was, great film. Yeah, he was a brilliant man. Frank Lloyd yeah. Wright was brilliant. He was a total fucking prick. Yeah, he was a prick. he yeah. was a
3: brilliant. I remember man. they talked
0: a bit about his private life and his affairs and all that stuff too. So, and <laughs> he apparently, was an he asshole. was very like controlling. You know, things had to be exactly as he wanted them. Yeah. But I understand that too. You know, from right. a thick standpoint and the problem with having too many cooks in the kitchen and that sort of thing so i I can understand i get it
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) fucking frank lloyd right and they're not
0: he was revolutionary though he was definitely taking architecture to a different different level i love that we just had that tangent though about
1: i know (laughs) actually this is stupid right by the way
2: no it's fine
1: so So that brings me the
2: the the stones behind you
1: isn't this kind of cute i just got it
2: yeah what is is it or what is that what's that what is it
1: what do you mean, what
2: is it? I mean, it's not actually like a brick wall, right? Oh, now. no.
1: It's just like, uh, oh, shit. It's falling down is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So because <laughs> oh, it looks
0: great, because we were talking about architecture, I guess that's a pretty good segue into I wanted to ask uh, Ricky about his, his project that you did as your uh, like your senior.
1: Cast wait, are we back on?
0: Awesome. Yeah, I because I, we mentioned it last time you were on the show, but we didn't really wait, are we back on? yeah
2: yeah we're, we're on. back on we're oh on. it's always on i'm so, just gonna i'm gonna edit out the middle part when we were <laughs> not here but so, so i yeah, you know, where did that idea
0: come from where did you even get the idea of building like a sort of i don't want to say shelter but a rehabilitation right. center is what you were sure. perhaps so um it, abuse victims so for my so for everybody who don't know i uh designed a uh well, I'm a little drunk right now.
3: <laughs> no.
0: I, I designed a transitional home for a teen's rescued from trafficking um, in Southern California. And the, the whole project came about. I was just on Instagram and I just happened upon this post of um, the trafficking statistics here um, in the United States. And I didn't believe the numbers. Is it bullshit? There, <laughs> there's no way that this amount of... Um, Human trafficking, which is modern slavery, is happening in the United States is happening in this country. That would never happen in the United States. And it is. And I looked it up and um, I can't think of the numbers off the top of my head. I know that it is a $10 billion industry in the United States alone. I believe it is an $80 billion industry worldwide. Um, United States is actually the number one. Um, require uh, or a demand of human trafficking specifically child trafficking and regards to the numbers there's there's 40 million human beings living in trafficking today in the world um, worldwide 8 million of which are um, below the age of 18 and crazy, man. um
2: So it says about twenty five million people are in human trafficking is the estimate right now, according to the more.
0: There's more. Oh, and Uh, uh, I I found
2: your I found your abstract. I pulled
0: up your paper here, but I'll read a bit of it. It Modern day slavery is the plague of our generation. More human beings are enslaved today than ever before in the history of the world, with an estimated forty million victims of slavery living worldwide. With thousands of them currently living in the United States, it is now understood that human trafficking is the fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world, generating an estimated $150 billion globally each year, with close to $10 billion annually in the US alone. And then you cited a paper here, Nanton from 2018. So... I mean, look, it's just, this goes into the whole Epstein stuff and the, I guess, the Mm. Q shit or whatever that's now being used to dismiss this topic. But Epstein truly scratches the surface of that. Absolutely. What people need to understand is, so whenever I talk about this, and I I got asked this a bunch of times in my major because I talked about the elites, they're like, you're just talking about QAnon shit. I'm Uh like, no. What you need to understand is about 85 to 90% of what QAnon talked about was real shit. But then they muddied it with this complete horseshit because it was psyop. Yep. But Mm -hmm. there is 100%, 100% very powerful and prominent people involved in these industries. You don't get to traffic 40 million people around the world without governments knowing about it. Yes. You, You don't become a $10 billion industry in the United States without your government knowing about it. Absolutely. And the only logical conclusion and solution to that is either they know about it or and are paid off because of it, or, or they know about it because they are the profiteers of it. Yep. I'm more of the latter. I do believe that they are the profiteers of these industries. And that's why they get away with it. And if you look at Epstein, that that's a primary example of who was um, really in these teens. When people say teens... They're talking about as young as 12, 13, 14 years old. There's some cases which they were infants. We'll talk about that later. Horrible things were done to these children. But the reason why they have these industries is because the elites, they, they love the shit. They love the power. They get involved in this. But that shit is also recorded. And do you know who owns those recordings? CCP. Anybody who wants you controlled. They and have that as blackmail, well. Israel so, as well. So the whole Epstein yeah. thing was very heavily tied into Mossad and in that, you know, it's, there's a lot of information that kind of indicates that he was, he was running a, a blackmail operation. Yeah. yeah. You know, you bring these rich elites to your Island or into your mansion in Manhattan. You set them up with one of these young girls, you get the pictures and videos of it. And then when you need them to vote a certain way or to invest in this or invest in that, and if they give you any trouble, you just could always remind them. Just remind them and say, "Hey, you know, it would be a shame if these pictures or videos that we have on you were to get out." And it's like people, people really think that that is like undoable. Like the, no one would ever do that. And it's just, I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't. Those are me. the conspiracy
1: theorists, right? Yeah.
0: Even look like, at how the media paints the story when it came out. It was Bill Clinton that flew on the plane they they worded it in such a way with that bill clinton is accused of having sex with underage women yeah MC... you know what that means children that was a child underage had sex with. yeah even the term like child pornography i have a problem with and i think eliza yeah. blue eliza blue has talked about she's oh, as well i love and her. it's just we need to stop using this sort of language pornography is something that adults do and we that's a whole another issue there but the, the word child and the word pornography shouldn't even be used in the same sentence it's, it's child rape sexual abuse material that's what she calls it child sexual abuse material that's what it is it's not porn that's a different... And what people need to understand, and this is like a whole other topic, like, sorry if I start choking up, but this is something that really like speaks to me This, what these children go through is more than just rape type shit, which is already horrible.
3: Yeah.
0: The, the things that these people are doing, these elites, because they feel that they, they have these God complexes. Everyone talks about the, the Epstein flight laws. They never talk about this man had fucking shipping ports on his island for kids coming in from the Hades as young as two years old. And they have fucking altars on the island. And there's no record of these children ever leaving. What the fuck do you think they were doing to these children? So I look into the occult. That's one of the things that's always interesting to me. I don't yeah. practice the occult, but um it's a subject that interests me. And you have to be familiar with it. It's a subject that interests me. Why do you think that you know? And if I could afford to buy a bunch of weird books about interesting things, like I guarantee you, people who are obsessed with power and will do anything to get more of it, they'll try anything. They'll try to talk to aliens, they'll they'll try to sacrifice a kid on an altar and and get some powers from ball whatever they will they will attempt it and it doesn't matter if you believe it or not they fucking believe it that's what matters is they do they're interested in these things the symbols are everywhere like i don't, there, I don't there's I don't, literally do fucking like alters on epstein island yeah. it literally alters on the surface of the fucking yeah. island yeah. what 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 do you think that was for
1: yeah
0: it's not for show yeah
1: he
2: also had that...
1: That's Epstein. what I thought was really weird is that uh, when I didn't know all that much about this stuff, I was like, oh, that's conspiracy it's stuff, kind of that bullshit. But then you start looking into it and you're like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Hmm, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Why is it something that keeps reoccurring? And that's just Epstein. You know, how many of these yeah. rich fucking assholes have, like, secret
0: torture, sacrifice dungeons in their fucking homes and can we verify this stuff no i mean you'd have to you'd have to really investigate and verify 100% that this is happening but you know i look at it this way if some fucking 30 year old nobody like me can conceive of these things right and and can understand that hey you know I could try this or try that to get power or contact some entities and stuff and can understand that people can very well believe these things what makes you think that someone with billions of dollars and all the resources at their fingertips who have these weird dark interests won't actually try this shit I have a source I have a source for everybody watching this um, who talked about she doesn't give names and she doesn't give names for, you know, the reason. Her name is Annika Lucas. I, I believe it's A-N-N-E-K-A, Lucas. And she talks about her time. She she was a survivor of human trafficking. And she talks about her time. I believe she entered into the industry when she was 12 years old. And she escaped when she was 16. Those numbers may be off. But anyways, um, she talks about how she was raped. She was in Europe, by the way. I believe it was during the 70s or 80s. She she was raped by the elites, political elites who paid to go here and have sex with these underage girls. But she talks about how it was more than just that. She told a story about how they got to a point where they decided that they didn't, she worded it as, this breaks my heart, that they didn't love her anymore. So Uh. they tied her to a butcher block. And they, she describes the butcher block. Excuse me, I'm choking up. It, it, it stained black with blood. And, and she talks about how she waited there tied to that butcher block for three hours, knowing exactly what was about to come. But it never came. Someone ended up coming in and uh, freeing her and, I guess, bringing her back into the industry. But what people have to... Have to understand is that what these people do to these children, to these underage girls, what have you, it, it goes beyond rape. These people are fucking evil. It's there's not a, just girls. There's a really boys, good book, too, too yeah. called the
2: Franklin Scandal by Nick yeah. Bryant, which is something that I read before I even heard of Epstein, before QAnon. And it goes into the details of what these people do. There was a scandal in in the late 80s. It was called the Franklin Scandal. You can read about it on Wikipedia. And it was around this this credit union. It was called the Franklin Credit Union. I think it was in Omaha, Nebraska. And this African-American guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head now, but he went down for it. And what had happened was he was trafficking children from a Catholic orphanage, with the knowledge and cooperation of both the mayor uh, and the police chief in Omaha at the time, and they were trafficking kids to DC and to Hollywood, and the, the Nick Bryant was a reporter who basically went firsthand and who, who spoke with the victims who were still alive there was only three of them, and they described ritual abuse they describe, uh, you know, basically being, you know, pimped and whored out and, and forcibly addicted to drugs from when they were extremely young. And they describe, you know, taking kids to these ranches out in the middle of nowhere, these like thousand acre ranches, which Epstein had the Zora ranch was like this, a 2200 acre ranch out in Nevada. And they would release the children naked. And these elites would pay for the privilege to hunt them down, rape them, and kill them. And, you know, some of the children would survive and they would make them kill the other kids as part of their sick, twisted experience. But this is what the victims describe. And, and this is, you know, you can, you know, the way that that whole thing got covered up and dismissed was that they, the FBI came in and forced two of the three to recant and intimidated the crap out of them um, until they recanted their story. And there was one woman who absolutely refused. She went to jail for seven years while she was in jail. She got her, uh, her, her lawyer, her, her jurist, her doctorate in law in law. And she was able to fight her own conviction and eventually get out and have a happy ending. But, you know, these are the stories that are coming out from the victims and it, it it's really important that we just consider them and, up to this point in time, too many people have just ah oh, that 's not happening that 's crazy you know that 's conspiracy theory, but no, actually, this is happening and and people are just too eager to turn away because they don 't want to see the darkness when- I
0: think they don 't want to believe that God. government could possibly do that to them it 's the same with the nine eleven issue you know when you talk about all of the shadiness around that they just people don 't want to believe that their government could possibly do this. And that's nuts. But another thing I wanted to talk about of Epstein stuff is like the eugenics aspect of it, and the fact that he had this sort of like plan to inseminate particular girls, and he was selecting based on their intelligence and certain other traits and their looks and stuff. And and he Everybody wanted
2: to heard. he
0: wanted to spread his seed into all of these different girls to oh. to then create a better race i guess that's true i've never
2: heard that maria farmer gave an interview with whitney webb that i think you can hear on tim Dillon's podcast if i'm remembering it correctly
0: well she's written about these things extensively but yeah
2: if you go on probably youtube and you just type in you know maria farmer interview with whitney webb i'm sure it comes up but Whitney Webb has been one of the like lone journalists who's actually been doing the hard work of like digging into these things and, and doing the research and verifying, especially and into offices. the Maxwell's. Yeah, she did a whole big series on on Jelaine Maxwell and her family, which we could have a whole fucking discussion. Yeah. I did a whole channel. That's the whole, other thing too. Women four involved. part series on my YouTube channel yeah. about Epstein, the the Jelaine Maxwell yeah. connection, and going over Whitney Webb's research. But that's what Whitney, like Maria Farmer said, it was that they were, you know, the, the, this the Jeffrey Epstein was trying to breed like a generation of, you know, disciples based on his like seed and. It's so crazy. It's like, this is the kind of stuff that psychopaths think. They think they're superior. They think they're superior beings because they lack a conscience and they can do all this stuff that normal people can't because we would would destroy us to to hurt another person. They're
0: eugenicists. They really are. And what's happening right now with the shots and all of that is the biggest medical experiment ever conducted Mm -hmm. ever. And I, I do truly think it's a, it's a, it's a eugenics agenda. Like people might think I'm crazy for that. Whatever, man. I don't fucking care. Well, we'll I think I, anything's we'll fucking see in possible. Five years, this. We'll see in five years when a lot of these teenagers and kids who got this shot perhaps find that maybe they're not capable of having kids anymore. Or just it's a little more difficult than normal. More difficult than normal. But it's just these people, they do hate us. They think they're better they than us. Know. And, you know, like people like my mom, I mentioned her earlier, you know, she has cerebral palsy and like in a different time, if she were born, like in the early 20th century, when you, when eugenics was all the vogue, there would have been cause to, to sterilize someone like her and Um, stop her from having kids because they would have looked at her and been like, well, no, you're going to have dumb, retarded kids or something. And that
2: happened in this country. And then I wouldn't
0: exist, you know, and all my beautiful paintings and stuff wouldn't exist. So it's just like, (laughs) I'm like living proof that these people are fucked in the head and they're wrong.
3: You know what people are thinking you know
0: everyone deserves to be alive and to live, and even if if you have a condition that that's fucked up or whatever and makes your life more difficult or whatever, you deserve life just as much as anyone else and no one should be able to tell you that you can't give birth to someone or you can't start a family or something and maybe there's risks to that, and if the condition you have is like a genetic thing, then yeah, then you weigh those options, but cerebral palsy is not genetic. They didn't understand that back then. So they wouldn't have really cared. It's something that happens from trauma in the womb. So it's not a genetic thing you pass on, but they wouldn't have cared. They would have saw her. They would have been like, Oh, well, she's slow. She's, you know, she's not like her mind isn't totally developed. And we don't want people like her to reproduce because they're going to produce more dumb, lower, stupid people. That's how eugenicists think. And they look at all of us as the plebeians. And I think, yeah, they want to fucking sterilize as much people as possible. And can slow that population growth because people like gates think oh well there's you know way too many of us
3: because he's well, so no
0: that didn't take fucking health advice from those people crazy yeah
1: no well and when you see the normalization of things like post-birth abortion and shit yeah is it really all that far off but what i think with the whole thing what i think is the most depressing part is nobody's gonna do anything about this nobody's nobody's coming to save us or help or anything like that that's something that has changed in my thinking over the last year that's really depressing is that what happened to the days where there was like public pressure to change things like epstein for example they just totally got away with it it's like people in this country just must have really short-term memories or something every single thing. thing Even going back to nine eleven and the wars and all that, whether it's that, whether it's the election, whether it's all the COVID shit of the last year, and I and I mean I think a big reason of that is the people who agree with us don't really do much. So there's never and the, you know the control. That the left has and the the way that their people go along with everything has just increased. But
0: the propaganda is also really powerful. And like we were saying earlier, like, these people are fucking smart. They're clever. Like... Read Edward Bernays, read that book propaganda by Edward Bernays, because you need to understand the things that they're studying and that they're reading, they want they study the public mind, they study mass psychology, they, they want to understand how we can manipulate the public mind to do this or to do that. So we have to understand where we are working against some really clever, powerful people who have some insane tools at their disposal. So, like when Ricky says he sympathizes with these people, even though we need to stop being polite to them, I agree with that. I sympathize with them too, because we are being attacked and bombarded 24-7 by propaganda all the time.
2: Constantly. Yeah, Alex Jones is right. You this know? is an information war. Constantly. Yeah. So well, and right I- now, just by having this conversation, we are dropping info bombs into the hive mind by saying what we believe and, and having an open discussion and not being afraid. Of you know what someone's going to think or what they're going to say about it or whether or not we're going to be canceled because that is powerful. Like yeah. there's a power in being a, in being willing to speak the truth as best you know it. You know maybe we don't know everything. You know we don't know have you know the exact understanding, but there are things that we know that are true. And by speaking them, I think there's a lot more power in that than we realize. And and you know we give people the courage possibly to be willing to investigate these things and and to speak about them you know whether it's you know one on one to a family member or whether it's you know on their Twitter thing or their YouTube channel or whatever it is and I then they're they know it and they're afraid of it which is why they're clamping down and trying to censor us every yeah. time we pop right. up with it they want they want the Epstein
0: story to die that's for sure they they want to bury it and one of the reasons I think that and it's similar with the lockdowns, why they politicize Epstein isn't the only one. Well, no, it's, it's the kids. It's the kids. It's like when you really, if, if you enough people understood the gravity of this situation, children as an issue, that would have the capacity to unify people across the political spectrum, across race, across sexuality. Most people who are good people want to protect kids.
1: I think. Even but that's, that's why America. such a big thing that they're doing is that's getting good, kids right. with the masks, with the gender bullshit. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And but that's they, where. Oh, if more people understood this, it's the type of issue that could unify people against the system. The same with the lockdowns. If more people understood that the lockdowns fucked everyone, and mm-hmm. it would unify people. So what What did they do? They politicized it. They made it seem like, oh, well, if you protest BLM, you're a lefty. If you protest the lockdowns, you're a crazy conservative baby hating killing fucking whatever grandma killing nazi and it's just and this is my white pill for the evening wait what's the fucking white pill the <laughs> white pill is good news <laughs> is it's what good news
1: oh there's good news oh good
0: it's,
3: it's supposed
1: to give you help I, 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 i'm I, sorry i can't keep
3: the
0: pills like, straight yeah. it's not gonna be pretty it's not gonna be pretty I think these motherfuckers seriously underestimated human nature when it comes to children. I think that is ultimately what is going to win. So I believe shit is going to get really ugly. And the reason why shit is going to get ugly is they're going to start pushing shit on our kids. They already, whether are. it be the vaccines or the mask mandates they are. when they really start hunkering down on it you're going to see mama bear and papa bear really kick into action. You're going to see some crazy people do some crazy shit and you know what? It's going to be horrible, but the things that they do will be justified yeah. because they're going to start coming after your children. And my that's dad, exactly what my that's why did, they're coming after the, What was that? My dad feels the same way. He thinks, you know, this next round of mask mandates when school kicks back in, that people are going to stand up in Jersey. And, you know, I agree with you to some extent, but I also had to, you know, warn him and I'll warn you too. look back in Nazi Germany. Lots of people who saw what was coming, went to their families, went to their friends and warned them and they told them. And, And maybe they thought they would listen and that when it finally got to that point, they would they would make the decision to leave you know or to fight back and they didn't they stayed and they didn't so the, and it the, did happen you know so it can get worse it can and i do it, believe yeah it's, it's gonna it get a hell of not, lot
1: worse might not fight back is what i'm saying so that's what uh, i'm th- see yeah not to like bum everyone out but i yeah, mean same i just blackpilled your white <laughs> yeah we're blackpilled they're whitepilled and but no like no, I, I mean it. It is. It's here. It's been happening, and yeah. I just don't see anyone standing up to it. I mean, look what just Come happened. On, here with it. I think it was. I think it was in Ireland that they just said four-year-olds can change their gender without their parents' yes. approval or anything. Four-year-old. So
0: oh, you pulled it up. Right, everybody has the story pulled up. Yeah.
1: No one and no one's done anything. So I think the I think for a lot of these people, the propaganda is more powerful. Than no, human no. nature, than their I, love for their children, than I anything. Disagree. The story I, I want understand. them to keep
0: pushing that. I want them to push that. I really want them to push for the Mac or a vaccine passports. I really want them to push for kids being forced to get vaccinated. I, I do. And you can call me that's a horrible right. human being. No, that's a good point. I really want you to push us to that point. I really want you to drive people insane, I get to where you. they feel that I the only so this is going to happen anyway. To fight against you, yeah. it's going to happen either way. I'm looking to push. That's this a good way. point. I think what you mean is it might that might be the only
1: thing that wakes some of yeah. the people. That off. is I, the only I thing, darling. Yeah,
2: it is also, the only thing. In electricity. There's this thing called. Yeah, I hope you're right
1: because I feel like that. Oh no! Morning, you know, I went. to I've gone to two different demonstrations they've had now in New York. Maybe there were like a couple hundred people there yes, out of a city man. of how many millions so, and millions?
0: To address I still believe that, that, we are the majority. To I do address that, we are Really majority. quick, though, Mike. I think what happened with that situation was the lockdowns dragged on so long that by the time people really started to step up more like that, most of the people who would have joined in or been a part of those protests. Had to choose to leave and flee the city like people like us for their livelihoods, you know, so I think a lot of the people who would have stood up are gone already from the city and that's why the protests are looking so pathetic and small because it's only those few people who are still stuck there. <laughs> they can't leave. But it's still but a city they what, like like ten million. Yeah. and they, they want no, to fight to yeah. there's
2: still there's still ten million people there. Yeah, and true, true. There should be enough more, people. Yeah, to turn out, especially when you see the there turnouts for like BLM and stuff. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's like they had, you know. Thousands and thousands of people <sighs> flooding the street night after night. hundreds of
1: thousands,
2: and there wasn't there wasn't anything like that when it came to the the lo- protesting the lockdowns and protesting the mandates and doing all that stuff. It's
0: because look, the media, the propaganda, like I said, is so powerful that it convinced those people that if they stand up for that, they're going to be labeled this, and they don't want to be well, labeled. We just, we have- yeah,
1: but still, there still, regardless, tens of millions of open Republicans open. Trump supports and they do nothing. Yeah, no, yeah. I I agree with you, and I think the points you make
0: and
2: that's why our voice are is valid, so powerful. You know? And that's why what we do is so feared by the big tech elites, yeah. and why they have to censor us. Why and they keep censor us? On us. They keep banning us and like, to ban us from Facebook. You know, to ban to to suspend us on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Like that's they 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 know they yeah. know that we are you know for lack of a better word influencers. Yeah.
0: We have the power to change <laughs> hearts and minds, and even though that's not my goal anymore. It is happening. Like, I think you meant, Brent, you mentioned it earlier that by speaking up and doing what we're doing, it does help give other people the courage to do it themselves. And it's true. I've had people who were sending me messages for the whole last year and it pisses me off, but I get it. They would send me messages and be like, Dan, I agree with you. You know, Dan, like I see the things you're saying and and I'm so glad that you're saying these things. And I'm like, yeah, you know, awesome. Thanks for the support and stuff. But also I'm just like, you know, maybe you better start saying, you soon. So it's like, although I, I, I know maybe your situation is more complicated than mine. Maybe you have a family and this sort of stuff. I don't have those things to lose at the same time. It's like, look, if you're going to just come to me in private and say, I'm so glad you're saying these things. What are you really doing to help the situation? If you're too afraid to say the things themselves and you agree with me. So I have changed a few minds, though. I have had certain people who said these things in private to me and eventually did get to that point where they were like, I I finally said something, you know, and I lost a friend here or someone attacked me there. But they're like, wow, it feels so good. It feels so liberating that I that I finally spoke my mind and said what I truly felt. So we are making an impact. It is working. and a
2: cigarette real quick. Someone and that, that, that's
0: that is why that is why the censorship is so I want to say on people like us. So, we seem like nobody's like our platforms are like tiny. Like who the fuck's paying attention to us?
1: Because they ban us every fucking time we start growing.
0: What they want to do is they want to nip it in the bud. They want to stop us before we bloom because it's easier. Once we have a platform already, and once we have a lot of people already paying attention to us, it's much more Difficult to silence someone like that. They can, and they have done it. You know, James O'Keefe, there's plenty of examples. I don't know if they silenced them, but they certainly will right. you from here and remove you from there and try. But it's much harder <laughs> to, to do it for good because look, Project Veritas was able to get people to follow them on Telegram and to follow them in these other platforms, they had enough traction to be able to still get that support elsewhere, even though they were removed from like Twitter, for example. Whereas people like us, you know, with only a couple thousand followers, like Mikey hit what, like it was a 10,000 and then they removed you. It's, that's a lot, but it's still a relatively kind of small platform. We're still people who are kind of coming up in this giant conversation and it's much easier to nip it in the bud to to cut us down before we even have a chance to become something and that's why they target people like us because they want to stop it from growing you know Well that's why and um to be strategic yeah never never underestimate this right now what we're doing yeah i I think people (laughs) they shit on shit posters what we do this is this is a battleground it really is yeah we what said. you do is you push out information, you push out ideas. That's the dangerous part. You're pushing yeah. out ideas and yeah. everybody yeah. absorbs those. And um, that is an important battleground yeah. to talk about. There's different and ways, too. I'm know, staring
1: at that fucking cigarette. Dude, I want it so, so bad. So I'm going
0: to bring up an example here because there's different methods to
1: Wait, this.
2: Wait, do we want to go back and talk about these four-year-olds in Scotland? Well, I don't want to touch a subject because I,
0: I kind of want to riff on this a bit, but, you know, like the shit posting and, and that sort of thing. There are different methods to this. You know, sometimes you need people like us sometimes who are going to be more abrasive, we are going to be more loud. But you also need people like Christian Watson, for example. And I was chatting with him earlier today you know and he He's said great.
2: do you guys know christian watson mikey knows him oh yeah i love christian watson
1: so he was
0: saying you know like i love what you guys are doing and i admire you and i was like yeah the few the feeling is mutual and he said you know i don't feel like i'm worthy but thank you and i'm like dude you are worthy like I don't think you understand the impact you're having and you're sticking your neck out and you're having these really important conversations don't underestimate the impact of that, but his methodology is more calm and 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 philosophical philosophical and eloquent, we, and, and, eloquent and and we need that too. We need that. Too. He's the opposite of us.
1: He's all respectable and <laughs> shit. It's
0: like we kind of compliment. He's not trashy like
1: us.
0: <laughs> he's also a baby. He's like <laughs> 20 years old. He's young, but what I mean is like he's able to reach certain other people that maybe we perhaps won't be able to. He's reach.
1: like a fucking professor. But Who's Christian able? Watson again?
0: We'll, so, we'll explain him a bit, but I just wanted to finish the point that we're able to reach other types of people, perhaps in a way that maybe he won't be able to reach. So I think the whores. You need those different types. You need the shit posters. You need the philosophers, and you need the different types of people fighting on, on the various fronts. You know what I mean? In in different ways with different methodologies. All right, I'm done.
2: Explain <laughs> who Christian Watson, is?
0: Yeah. So Christian Watson is. Um. I mean, he's still a student technically. I think he's about. Is a YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel he's and a philosopher.
2: He's, he's, he's a big young into philosopher, natural you know? natural law philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's him.
0: Yes, yeah. I recognize him. He's a great guy. We had him on the show before and yeah, we had you an know, interview with him. We had him. a couple different views on certain things, but that's what's so great about it. That's what's so exciting. And it's like his style is his style. Our style is our style. You know, Rick, he's like the professor. professor.
1: Tony or again.
0: He's the one that invites you to the party. We're the one that sells you coke. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just with the analogy. But I think it's important, you know. I think you need to try the different methods, and we'll, we will be able to reach certain people. Perhaps that Christian won't be able to when it comes to say talking about critical race theory and and totalitarianism and this sort of stuff and the, the crazy left. Whereas you know there are certain people he's he's
2: not going to be able to read. Have you boys experimented yeah. with the making like, the opposite?
1: Yeah, making memes. What?
2: Making memes. So. Oh, like, I make so epic memes. memes. Yeah. So that. Uh, so I like to use it's an image. Like, <laughs> imageflip.com forward slash meme generator I, I, am am meme King. I have an
1: app i think and i uh, i love this i there's like the greatest thing that ever happened that i saw other people months after fact using a meme that i made not knowing that i made it i was like oh my god i made that
0: Don't me. <laughs> So not fly toad though he's a meme lord you're a meme lord you really are though you really are Cheers. Cheers,
3: buddy.
0: <laughs> dumb as shit, but I'm funny. You're fucking oh the dumb. fuck
1: you are, Tony.
0: Oh, no, no, no. no, I'm gonna be honest. It's like that video of Alex Jones, he's like, I'm gonna keep it honest. I'm I'm retarded. I am retarded, but I'm right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're, it's just Hey, a, we may not be the brightest crayons in the box, but we're in the box. In the box. <laughs> Some of these fuckers. That's aren't even important. in the goddamn box. But it is
0: important to stay humble. Honestly, I think the people who are able to acknowledge that they don't know everything typically are the people who know quite a bit. It's the people who are so certain and sure of themselves mm-hmm. to be weary of. Don't know shit. They don't know shit, don't and they shit. know everything. So
2: yeah, like Fauci's a joke. <laughs> a fucking example. He's probably a psychopath. <laughs> the, the head of the CDC, Walensky, she's another joke. She don't know nothing about nothing. Like, it people, just
0: blows my mind the fucking such gay community after the AIDS uh. crisis. You're, you're really... Are you really gonna simp for fucking Fauci? Get fucked, you fucking retard! Look at what he did during the AIDS crisis, you fucking moron! I don't even know. Jesus I don't think they even Christ. know. They don't care! You can they show them!
1: Care.
0: Most won't care, but there will be that rare one person that you're able to convince. You I'm know? going to
2: clip that part out. That's going to be a good little Instagram clip. Yeah.
0: yeah. For real. Get Just fucked, Fauci. God. Seriously. Like, we're tired of this shit, Who man. Gotta stop, nice. gotta stop being nice. Gotta stop pretending oh like my God. Fauci, yes. They did not make okay. a mistake. you fucking stupid son of a bitch. Jesus they know
2: Christ. what they're doing. So I, I think t- No, but that's
1: why these motherfuckers, they care more about like getting invited to their dinner party yeah, and being right. part of the in-group mm. and fitting in, they would literally rather fucking have a gun to their head and have, pull the trigger and be fucking dead than not get invited to their next dinner party. Well,
0: I, don't I, invite me to the party. I don't want to be part of the party. No, your party's fucking suck anyway. They're
1: fucking boring and you're oh miserable, vapid, boring fucking people. What's now you're making is me wrong, fucking Mickey? spicy. Jesus, what
0: glass is, that? is that glass three? Glass four? This one? Yeah.
3: <laughs> He's a drunk.
0: So I've already started to yell. I, don't, I'm just, <laughs> I hate oh, i Can fucking you turn up so much, but particularly when it comes to the gay community, because he fucked you over during the AIDS crisis. You they don't care. Stupid retards. Jesus Christ. They don't Jesus. care, or they don't know. And even if you did tell them. Both. People, it's
1: both. They, they don't, care. don't care.
0: They don't care. Yeah, it's like.
1: Because you can bring them this information, they
0: still don't fucking care. Whatever, man. We're gonna keep talking about it. We're gonna have fun
2: about it, and they can fucking stay mad. You can stay mad. So, not gonna hey, mad.
1: Stay Try mad. more, bitches. Yeah, I
2: have a dirty little hypothesis about our future: is that the people that can't, that can't see, or that refuse, that that did not deny the reality that's in front of them, are not going to make it. They're they're not going to survive into they're the new world. And we're gonna see New world,
1: what where were we in the fucking zombie apocalypse? Or know,
2: whatever, whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but I feel like we're gonna see, you know, large numbers of humanity not be able to continue into the future. We'll see. And it's not looking nice. Well, when, when that happens, you know, like people like us that saw the, that saw reality, that were able to make decisions based on what we were seeing, that knew the truth and were willing to speak the truth. I feel like we're going to inherit the earth. And that's just the way it has to be, and, and and it's tragic and it's sad, but I think that's part of the evolution of humanity. Yeah. So Did you just say we my should be humble, mother.
1: but we're going to inherit the fucking earth. Oh yeah. Here's what blows my mind about
0: it. <laughs> here's what blows my mind. So if I was a crazy maniac ass motherfucker. Who, if um, you're want- not. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am insane. Love I you. To take over the world. I just want to draw and be left alone. But yeah, if I no. wanted to take over the world, what I would do is if I would want all of us on our side, I would want all of us dead and out of the picture, and I would want everyone who is complying in the picture because I would want them easily serving me. That is the angle that I do not understand. Whatever they're serving these people.
2: Why? why? The thing about psychopathy is that they they sort of wishfully think themselves into their own destruction. They can't foresee a possible outcome in which they don't win. Yeah, and that ends up being their ultimate downfall. So I I think what they're they're going to end up sort of being the authors of their own demise because they're going to push something, you know, a bridge too far, and then it's gonna snap back against them. So in electricity, there's this thing called contact potential difference. And in order to get an arc, in order to get a spark to jump between a positive and negative thing, you have to have a sufficient difference in the electrical charge of those two points. And I think there's something parallel in uh, like people's perception. It's like, we have to have enough negativity in order for the positive to really shine and i think that we're seeing that growing negativity because the psychopaths and and the dark side keeps pushing it and we haven't had them push it enough yet for the for the positive spark to really shine through yeah uh and so i, I but i think we're going to see that in our lifetimes and when it happens it's going to be a spark it's, it's going to be nuts crazy man.
0: it's going to be nuts no that's, hopefully that's what i'm saying they're underestimating work. human nature Yep. When they, right. especially when they start coming after our kids, you're gonna drive these people crazy. You're Mike. gonna drive.
1: But crazy. they have been going after our kids. Have, so not like, like I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of in like the like middle of see.
0: this, you know. I'm kind of like I understand Mike's perspective, and I'm not too hopeful. I want to be wrong.
3: I want to like, be wrong right.
0: too. And it's like, but well, I get you because it's like this has gone on so long, and we've seen so many people just go along with it and comply. And obviously, it's different from state to state. But like, I'm speaking more from my experience of just like New Jersey and, and New York, for example how like they announced mask mandates again why aren't there protests on the streets that, that they're gonna ask your kids for yeah. another fucking school year it's just like there should be so
1: no and that's the thing for me i'm hoping
0: we're wrong and i'm hoping and i'm not hoping for violence obviously i hope this doesn't play out in that way although it probably will i'm not gonna hold my fucking breath but i'm hoping we're wrong and I'm, that he's right and I'm hoping Ricky's right. And that push people oh. to the point where they finally, it clicks and they realize, oh shit, we need to step up now or our kids aren't going to have a oh, fucking future. Th-
1: no, but I think- I'm right.
0: that, That's where I'm right. And that's the <laughs> that you need to edit out. You need to edit it, it out. It's going to come to violence. Yeah, it might, man. It, it's going to come to horrible, horrible, horrible Just violence. Look at the patterns. Because they're going to push people yeah. to this point where you're now threatening their children You're not going to be able to rationalize with them. They're going to fucking kill you and drag you into the streets and beat you to a bloody fucking pulp is exactly what's going to happen. And you're going to deserve it. And I hope that happens to you. I look forward to it. I really look forward to it. That's why I'm really hoping that they push for the vaccine passports. I want you to push for it i really want to see it go for it i really want you to require it for school it's like really why i i
1: just disagree because like if it i mean i hope you're right but if it were if it were me and i had a kid the moment that they told my fucking two-year-old or three-year-old or four-year-old you might be transgender you might hey little boy you might be a little girl i'd break their Fucking that. Like, if they ever tried to come near my child with that fucking muzzle, that, that goddamn face exactly. fraud their mask, I would break their goddamn arm. Same. But nobody's doing that. And they've because been doing this shit for years.
0: Yes, yeah, i like not stabbing your child with something. No, dude, a, some, I really want them to. They are you. now. They, I want th- you to. I really want them to threaten you. I do. Yeah. I don't care if I look like. But by then, then, all the kids. parents will be I programmed that there's nothing wrong with it. It's well, nuts. Well, when the kids all, start dying, a lot you of realize. a lot of parents are voluntarily allowing their kids to be stabbed. A lot of them. Stop. All you need. Oh. All you need is a small minority. But people don't understand the American Revolution. Do you know how how much of the population fought that? I think it was three, right? It was 13%. 13%. 13% 13 of the population fought that. Yep. All you need is to piss off that much of the population in order to where they don't give a fuck anymore to where they start doing this shit. Because you know what happened? That 13% of the population, do you know what they did? It was them at the dinner table, looking across at their wives, who they knew were going to be raped by the British army, which they did. It was their children who were going to be living under tyranny if the British won. And they said, "Fuck that! I'm going to fight this shit. I don't give a fuck if I seem unreasonable. I'm going to kill your fucking ass. I really, I. They're going to take me off the air for this shit. Maybe I'll get arrested. <laughs> I don't care." I really value out babe. I, I I truly hope that they push us to this point. I really do. I really want you to push us to this point. Yeah. That is the only point that people are going to respond to. Right. That is human nature and that is self-preservation and that is preserving your family. When they start threatening your family, so here's my they f- push you to that point.
1: I think, that's why I think, though, that we are all like uh, overly privileged Americans. That people just want their comfort so much beyond human nature, beyond anything. That I don't think, I hope you're right, but I mean, I, I don't think, you know, if you look at the last year, okay. I mean, the things that have happened have been so egregious and so fundamental, yeah. Steal, oh, stealing an election out in the open, and these people... They say the quiet part. They're not shy about it. They brag about it in Time fucking magazine. They talk openly about it. Stealing an election. It's shutting down entire industries and businesses, locking people in their homes. There was just a study that came out that showed kids over the last year, there has been an average drop of like 20, 30 points in their IQs. And, not- and people have no problem with this, getting the entire population to cover their faces like we're living under fucking Sharia law. And people have just bent over for this. It's not 13% that have been against it. It's not 1% that would stand up against it. Oh, to balance- and I'm sorry not to, like, bum everyone out again. Yeah, like, yeah, everything's fucking hopeless. I want to be it. wrong. No, I understand. Keep pushing it. Pushing I understand. it. Pushing pushing it. it. But the
0: thing yeah. is, so, Ricky, to address your point. I think they almost do want to push it to that point, so they. I do believe they do I to do have an excuse to point. use violence back against the people mm. it, to dis- Probably, us, perhaps. Probably, so, so, so that's at- my fear. There is that they want some sort of civil war situation where it they just do. turn to violence, where then they will be justified in rounding up the people who stand up for themselves and saying, "Hey, look there; these are the insurrectionists. We caught so them." Joe Biden's and-
2: criminally criminally installed administration published a report saying that the biggest threat in the United States now is from white supremacists and anti-government, anti-authority activists. So So, they're coming out and basically saying that they, they are looking at people like us because we are speaking out against their authority.
0: I know. And here, here's the point of that. When we say, and this backtracking a little bit, when we talk about, when we're saying we're done, you know, um, what, what's the phrase uh meeting hearts or speaking hearts speak whatever winning hearts and minds winning hearts and minds we're trying to win more people over to our side so that they understand yeah. the end goal of that is it's going to come down to a conflict it probably is that is the inconvenient truth that nobody wants to talk about it's going to come down to a conflict the thing and is when we, we, we do talk about it they accuse us of of making it happen you know and this is like i think it's it's true well it's happening it's gonna happen we're gonna bring more people what we need to do right now is bring more people over to our side because inevitably and this is what maybe nobody wants to talk about it is the truth it's going to come down to a conflict and we need to have more people on our side because it's going to get nasty believe me i know i know they want a conflict they they want a conflict. Yeah, I think so. So we have to make sure yeah. that we have more people on our side when it comes down to it. Yeah, but can we? Get, <laughs> when it comes to that, that's the thing. Can we get those people? And you well, know, this is man, something win hearts and minds.
1: Because go after the kids. You don't get it by now. What
0: happens when mm-hmm. they go after the kids? Keep pushing it. Keep yeah. pushing it.
1: Then, well, I feel like you know, like we were all saying before, is we need to start. <laughs> learning from them and acting a lot more like they do. You know, this is something that the left understands. This is something that Richard Nixon used to say that once you've got people by the balls, their hearts and minds will follow. Mm. When you just start acting a little bit more like that.
0: I'll use myself as an example. Listen, I'm a <laughs> I drank this whole bottle. <laughs> so here's the thing, I'm not a politician. I'm not a I'm not a smart businessman. I'm fucking dumb as shit, okay? I'm a design student. That's what I love. I love design. That's what I was put on this earth to do. I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. So I can draw, do whatever I want. Yep. That's how I Same. was at the beginning of this whole shit. Same. I can't do that anymore. These people drove me to this point where now I appear as the fucking crazy man. Yeah. As a fucking radical. I just want to be left alone. I think this is what these people have underestimated. They have forgotten to put into the equation the people who just want to be left the fuck alone, I don't want power. I don't want influence. I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to be famous. I want to be left the fuck alone. But I can't do that unless I speak my fucking voice. And I am one in several thousands of millions of people are out there se- thinking the same exact fucking thing that we just want to be left the hell alone and we're not going to stop you're going to keep pushing us we're going to go fucking crazy until we're left <laughs> the fuck alone. i'm not going to stop yeah. i'm not going to stop we're not <laughs> either man no. no intention look the more people tried to silence us we started a fucking podcast
3: so, the more they the told us Twitter to shut show. up, the more they the
0: said, show. shut up, you're in danger, you can't talk about this, you can't talk about that, the more I just wanted to talk. That's, <laughs> That's, sure. That's dangerous rhetoric. Yeah. Well, we kept being accused of that, to clarify the title, because I don't know if we ever really talked about it on here, but like, by talking about the lockdowns and the masks and, and CRT and all this stuff, every time these, these subjects come up, Epstein, for example, we kept hearing this phrase, like "that's dangerous rhetoric." To me, <laughs> to 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 his sister Caitlin, you know, we just kept hearing that. So we were talking uh... about doing the podcast, and while we were talking about it, I just I came up with that term because <laughs> we were chatting. We were like, "Oh yeah, they accuse me of dangerous rhetoric." I'm like, "That's that's a perfect name." for our show. Like, we should just call it Dangerous Rhetoric. Let's just trademark that shit. If they're gonna keep accusing us of speaking Dangerous Rhetoric, well, fuck it. We're gonna name the goddamn show that, and then we'll bring on all the people who keep being accused of spewing Dangerous Rhetoric, when really they're just speaking the fucking truth. Exactly, because they're gonna keep pinpointing everybody who does not dissent to their dogma as as spewing Dangerous Rhetoric, and then... (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna start Ooh, that's a big bird. They're gonna start coming over. I'm really drunk right now. Yes. They're gonna start coming over to <laughs> your it. channel and start ringing them in. And you know what the problem is? This is what they underestimated. You guys, us, all of us, we just wanted to be left alone. Mm-hmm. That's all we wanted. wanted to I just wanna be left alone. But I can't
1: I so can't I'm either man. fuck
0: over the world. Oh, My conscience won't allow me to just paint and to write and although writing and painting ties into this stuff and I feel like inevitably I will use my art to talk about these grander issues but that stuff is also so much bigger than this shit but ultimately yeah I wish I could just paint and write and read my books (laughs) and just make money get a farm farm the land or whatever and just be left the fuck alone I don't that's all I want I don't want to have to do this but my conscience won't allow me to do it and when i when i just see so many people not talking about this stuff not saying it and i realize that i'm in a position to do it i don't, it almost feels like an obligation you know like i left facebook a it's few calling. times i left instagram before i took two months off from that and it's just like i did have people who were like man i missed seeing your posts i missed seeing the stuff that you were talking about and it makes me realize that man there are people who are listening to us and and they do rely on us for information because not everyone has the time or the energy juggling all the shit that they're juggling to sit there and to dig through sources the way Brent and I do and to really compare and contrast and to look at the right media and the left media and the moderates and to, to bring all this information together and try to sift through it and decide like what is true and figure it out. Not everyone has the time and the energy to do that. So it and, starts to feel like an obligation, almost like a duty that there are yeah. people like us here who are doing that. And, and other people need us to do it, to kind of guide them a bit and give them that, that courage and, and, and to give them maybe a little direction, like, Hey, read this book, read that book, check this out. You know, we've done the work, we've done the research. So I'm not going to say trust us 100%, but we know enough to be able to kind of recommend a, a particular direction here and there. Not what even I know, 100%. like um, at least with my goal is I won't I'm ever sure say it right now. I'm just like this. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say. I've said it briefly on here. I will never say what the end goal and solution is. I'm, I'm and I won't say it here. Yeah. What I will do is I will quote tweet all these crazy ass motherfuckers <laughs> and show these people what they're this saying this is what they think of you yes. this is what they want to do with you yep mm-hmm. what do you think the logical solution and combatant of that is where do you think if it's this end where, where do you think it's going to end you yeah. can't tell people what the end goal is you can't tell them what the solution is you have to guide them to it and this is what i would implore everyone who's on twitter listening to this never say what you believe the solution is all you should do and, and, and you know it's really lazy work. Ninety percent these cra- these crazy people do ninety percent of the work. Yeah, ten percent is just you quote tweeting them and say this yeah. is what they do about you. Yeah, what do you think the solution is? Yeah. Keep radicalize these people. We need to radicalize the American population so that they see what these people have in store with them. And by the way, they have horrible things in store for you. You think what this is bad now? <laughs> you haven't seen shit yet. yeah mm-hmm.
1: you haven't seen shit it's going to get bad
0: it is and we I sure mean what's going to happen
1: when happen, you know you know what's going to happen now that uh, apparently biden is considering mandates to, for traveling good do it
0: do it i love it <laughs> keep doing it Ricky, you're fucking crazy i love it keep pushing it baby i love it i come from a crazy family baby yeah. we're not going to comply we're not, we will,
2: fuck we're not now we're not either we're not gonna shut up yeah, i think in keep talking. new york the they're they're doing the vax pass thing i think it's on september 13th when it finally goes through yeah. When there's, it's, if, if you want to go to a restaurant, if you want to go to a Whole Foods, if you want to go to the gym, they're gonna ask you for your your vax, your Excelsior pass, and your identification. And what's ironic about this shit too is that <laughs> the, the people that are most like resistant to the vax is, is it's the African American community yeah. and it's mm-hmm. the PhDs. Yeah. It's like these are the two groups that in America that are they're very strongly against these yeah. things. I wonder why. Awesome. Okay. I wonder why it's totally that's not wonderful. because the black
0: community has been experimented on by the government historically. I wonder Keep why they have much hesitancy. Keep pushing them. Keep pushing them, yeah. It's yeah. so funny though that for the
1: last few years we've been told that literally everything on the face of this fucking earth is racist. Time is racist, <laughs> math is racist, <laughs> the flag is racist, but segregating the majority of black people from society. That's not racist
0: because they don't want to get a particular injection. It's
2: it's, well, insane, it's because it's the party. Like it, yeah. it's the way it is in communist China. It it doesn't matter what the party says yesterday mm-hmm. and today. Mm-hmm. You must always agree with the party regardless of whether or not you speak for themselves. Yeah, and this is oh. the theme of 1984. Oh. It's, they would go and they would just they would just make stuff up. And if you disagreed with it, you were all of a sudden an outcast, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to slowly make the United States like that, and for and it's working, and it will continue to work until, as Ricky said, they push it too far, and and people snap. And when yeah. that happens, it's going to be them. quick. It's going to be sudden, and it will be crazy. It, and- it will. It will not be something.
0: I see a lot of people talking about online. They're like. What what is the what's the line? When do we start organizing? I think you will know what the line is when we don't discuss it, and people just instinctively react to it. And I'm talking about horrible shit when they start doing it. When they start pushing people to the edge, when they start doing this shit, I won't talk about what that shit is. It will no, be instinctive. It, 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 we can. And and I really to want you to get this to that as point. As we can make educated guesses of what that shit is. Ooh. Study history. Study history and think about the That's stuff all you have to do. Think about the stuff that these totalitarians of the past and psychopaths in power were able to get away with with the technology they had back then. So only think about now with the technology they have now, what they would be attempt, you know, be able to do. Look, we're going to have fucking robots on the street patrolling soon with the police. And I've been talking about this for over 10 years. I was talking about this back in 2010 when DARPA was first developing the goddamn dog robots. I was like, look, watch, these things are going to end up on the streets. And it's already fucking happening, man. And when, when is it going to get to a point where they strap a gun on one of these things? And that's what's patrolling the streets now. It oh, sounds they will. nuts. But look at what we're in right now. Look at this like digital metaverse shit, NFTs. You know the fact that we're having this conversation and we've never even met you fucking guys in person. We are going to change that. We are right? in the digital <laughs> sphere. It's already happened. You know, we are already in this sort of dystopian science fiction. Fucking fucking world and it's not fiction anymore it's becoming a reality and it sounds crazy and it sounds conspiratorial but it sounded crazier 10 years ago when i was saying it now i'm not looking so crazy now i'm looking i have people who told me my aunt was telling me like dan you've been talking about this shit for years and it's like
3: <laughs> fuck well, I if not you want
0: to see, see like this shit for years but i didn't actually think it was like gonna happen you know
1: like I mean, look at Australia. Did you guys hear about there was a guy who was put in a mental institution against his will for having a different opinion about the lockups? I mean, they're arresting conspiracy theorists who they think... Might say bad things before they've even said them, so it's not—it's worse than Minority Report. It's <laughs> just like Minority Thought Report. <laughs> Ricky's the best more. Yes. <laughs> yes. Australia is only like maybe six months ahead of us. And
0: look, what it comes uh, down to,
1: though—they're
0: dis—they're disarmed. That's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. That's why I'm mm-hmm. able to go maybe on it's this just long. me I come from a family of very mentally ill people who are just fucking crazy. Dang! Love it. Same. I love this. Keep pushing me and everyone along, like people along with my family who are like my family, which is everyday people. Keep pushing us to this point. Yeah. I really wanna see it. I genuinely want you to do this. <laughs> Keep pushing it. It's the phrase, Keep try it, me, bitch. Point. I love it.
2: Yeah. I love it. Try yeah. me. I think you're try right. Me.
3: I've got nothing to lose, baby.
0: Yeah,
2: same. <laughs> same. Uh-huh. They've already taken everything away from yeah, from a lot of them. I life. can't
0: even draw anymore, bitch. Fucking try I me. I
2: had Fucking a had a nice me. little Airbnb in so New drunk. York, <laughs> and it was gone. You know, and they basically drove us out of New York City. And I'm like, you know what? Fine, you can have it. Just take <laughs> it. Take and thing. that is basic innate human nature.
0: When w- what is the phrasing? when you take everything away from a man he's got nothing left to lose yes it's true so that's okay. what you're doing to these people you back them into a fucking corner yeah. there's this um god I forget the origin of it's a native american story but they talk about their their hunting rituals what they would do is they when they were hunting rabbits they would back them into like a cliff and corner them in there to kill them because it's easier you see a rabbit go fucking crazy like you've never seen before that's what they talked about and the analogy is, that's human nature. You back us into a corner, and I love it. Keep backing us into a corner. So I really another, genuinely want to see it. A great example of that is um, radical Islam is another interesting example of that. You know, you, th- you think of U.S. foreign policy and the fact is a whole war on terror, but it's like, do you really think you're stopping terrorists when huh. you carpet bomb homes and kill entire families? No. Like, think about it this way. If you put yourself in a situation you're a young person like maybe you're in gaza or some other place doesn't matter and your entire family was just killed and all you have left is your quran and that's it you know you'd probably be a freaking radical islamist too if they pulled everything away from you and you had nothing else left and that was all you had left and you had nothing to lose. And you're just like, well, I'm going to put it all up to God and just get revenge on these people. Absolutely. That's, that's how terrorists are born, you know? It's a it's kind of, of fight or flight instinct. It does seem like they want to radicalize, though. And this is the point I was trying to bring up earlier. It's, it's profitable. Like, I understand what you mean and why you want it to get pushed to this point because something has to give, you know? Something has to yeah. change here. This can't just go on. But I do honestly believe that it's very possible that, that that is what they want to do. They want to push people to the point of being radical. So they have an excuse to stop you with violent force. And not, just, no, they and not just stop you know, that like, person, yeah. but
2: also to stop anyone like, like, anyone who like us who, who is just having just a talking, conversation, yeah. who are totally nonviolent. they be yeah. like, well, they're spewing dangerous rhetoric. Yes. And so we need to throw them into the gulag before yeah. their dangerous rhetoric infects the minds of the youth. And well, blah, who, blah, they, blah. Even, they even named their fucking show that. <laughs> oh no dating it anymore
0: they've, they've that is the end goal and I, I do understand that 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 is what they want. And I do believe that is what they want and unfortunately, we do have to meet them on that playing field.
3: It might be in our that-
0: own we have to meet them up with our own ranks and that is what this pivotal point in time is so imperative where we have to keep speaking our minds to bring more motherfuckers over to our side. So that we have more motherfuckers on our side when that comes to fruition, come to which unfortunately, I, I think the ultimate black pill is this is not going to end pretty folks. Yeah. I think you, a lot of people maybe watching this might think, you know, maybe it'll eventually go away. We'll meet in the middle. This is no matter which way it goes. It is not going to end pretty. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to get, get worse before it gets yeah. better. And I, we've been saying oh, yeah. that, you know, we have been saying that, and people might look at it as like fear mongering or dooming. No, doom-ing. no, it's, <laughs> it's reality mongering. It's, it's being realistic, and it's we are reality
1: mongers.
3: Reality mongers,
0: <laughs> it's understanding that this really could and probably will get. Oh, to- it's going to happen. You know? and when it does, you no. Know, Be
2: prepared and whatever the fuck that means. And I don't even know know if it's so much about bringing people over to our side (laughs) as it is like just (laughs) like meeting people that are already on our side. Like like what we're doing here is what we're we're connecting, you know, and and I think there are a lot more people that, you know, maybe we're geographically separated or whatever. But ideologically, we're already in alignment. And just by discovering one another and interacting with one another. And and sharing our minds, I think we're we're forging sort of connections now that will be important later on.
3: Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Liberty. Liberty is the universal language in all of this. You see this shit rolling out in every other country. I've been focusing primarily on Italy because you know that's my people. I love them. great. Yeah,
3: me and Italia. By the Italian. way,
0: by the way, we are all Italian here. <laughs>
3: To U.S. too? Yeah. Damn yeah. Hell yeah!
0: So my Ooh. grandma, my dad's side, um, his mother, Gloria Jean Barnes, my grandmother, Her maiden name is Gloria Jean Serpico, and she's related to um, Frank Serpico, the cop from the movie Serpico, if you've ever seen it. That's one of her like cousins, like third cousin or some shit. I think
1: my grandfather. Napoli,
0: my bloodline comes from Napoli from my grandfather. too! Yeah, so, and then Brent is, uh, his mom is like full Italian
2: yeah my my, my mom's and dad, dad she, was a first generation immigrant he moved came from italy yeah. when he was 15 didn't speak a lick of english and then your dad's and like my half, dad's huh? mom or my mom's mom she's a second generation her parents came in the early 20th century she was born in 1924 and my dad's my dad's dad is italian german. and german and danish
0: yeah
2: uh and then my dad's mom is also 100 percent Italian. italian yeah so I'm, I'm mostly Italian. Yeah. Although when I look Man. at my 23 and me I'm kind of like it's mostly Italian and then like a smattering of Man. everything.
0: Yeah. I'm like a mix of like Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, French, uh English actually is one of my biggest ones. And then I have, <laughs> I, have a li- I have a little <laughs> bit of um African in there and a little bit of American. So So you're African American. Maybe I'm it's like Elizabeth
1: Native. Warren. I'm actually more, I'm, I'm more damn American. I was like two percent African or something. I think I'm more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. Oh yeah. So just saying. I'm more African. <laughs> I uh it was really cool though. I had an interview uh today. I I filmed part of it, so I like because I don't know when they're gonna show up, but I got to go on Italian TV in Italian. Yeah. And just, like, How did
3: that go? I yeah, mean, congratulations.
0: It was
1: awesome. Because, like, it's this late-night news show, so you can curse, so I was just, like, fucking screaming and cursing, and it was kind of a weird format, because, like, it was an interview, but then they want you to, like, kind of give a speech at the end, so I just fucking went off. Yes, dude. Po- I filmed that part of it, so, because I think it doesn't air for, like,
0: I want to see it, even though I'm not going to
3: understand what the fuck they're saying.
0: Just put so it up. So- <laughs> I'll put captions. You know, maybe it's an Italian thing. I I don't know, maybe we're just more prone to being angry maybe. and saying fuck you. Maybe yeah. Maybe. But I, when maybe. I lived there, they, yeah. all the people, so Italian people, they have a way of telling you to go to hell in such a way that you look forward to the trip. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they the, they they're so rude but you love them for it. I, I don't know how to explain it. I love them. That's your style. I think
1: Italian-Americans yeah. were nastier. They're nicer. Italian-Italians are nicer than we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Italian-Italians nasty.
0: Yeah, that's your style, yeah. though, Ricky. It's like you tell people to go to hell, and they love you, it. You it. do. You. It, it's, it really co- And I really do. Like, I, I hope people understand this, and I don't mean to come across as a softie. Maybe I'm just drunk. Ooh like i generally Probably, you were just talking about the country descending into yeah the world. love it but it comes from peace of love, <laughs> I, love I love my people i love america and i really want my people to be free yeah. so much but the only way that they are going to realize that i believe unfortunately where we have found ourselves at is plumbing us into darkness, yeah. into the 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 pivot point of the two paths, where you're either going to choose slavery, or you're going to choose freedom. And, and I am more thinking. than willing to bully motherfuckers into freedom. I'm going to bully yeah. you into freedom. Yeah, I don't care. But I want to call me a bitch. That's fine. I'm going to shove you over to that side. You can bitch about me later. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> You're going to be free. I want my people to be free. And I don't care if I'm a fucking asshole about it. I
3: want you to be free.
0: <laughs> it makes me think of gratitude, the issue of gratitude. And sometimes people like really don't appreciate something until it's gone. And it, and it's that sort of situation. I think it might have to get pushed, like you say, to that point for people to realize what they had before. And as as fucked up and flawed as it was, once it's gone, And they realized that it really was truly something like special and and unique and that we should have been building upon it. They're gonna they're gonna understand, and that might be what it takes to get certain people. To I hope it. so. This republic. So, is I don't know. So... I, I'm not hopeful, man. I, I so I am leaning. Right. I'm this leaning republic. More I hope you're right, Mikey's direction, where it's just like I don't know if I'm hopeful because I have seen too many examples of people bending a knee throughout history, mm-hmm. and fucking giving up and forget throughout to history
1: through the last fucking year. But maybe also, maybe I'm just you know, an optimist.
0: Like Mikey says, there are also examples of people being pushed to. A point where they're just like fuck it i have nothing else to lose anymore come and take it you know come, come. and that that is what what this okay i'm getting get so emotional because i love this country i got the fucking flag behind me oh god this country, i'm not very patriotic <laughs> but i appreciate it this country was founded on people who just wanted to be to be left the fuck alone that's what this country was they just this wanted the to be left of- the hell alone We took on, it was a bunch of farmers, businessmen, entrepreneurs, carpenters, smiths, who just wanted to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. And they took on the most powerful empire in the world. At the time. And and won. And won. Twice. Twice. Nobody talks about 1812. They don't talk about about the War of 1812. Yeah, that's the War of 1812 is typically forgotten. They just wanted to be left alone. If you give people the avenue for freedom, for liberty, to create a destiny of their own choosing, they're going to fight like hell to preserve that. And that's what the founding of this nation was. I think we've drifted a lot away from that. I think that spirit is very much so asleep it's been asleep i won't say it's asleep now i think she's waking up a little bit yeah because she's pissing people off (laughs) this was the first experiment in human history of of self-governance and that is beautiful yeah where you get to write your own destiny and that is something that that i i can't even begin to explain it you you cannot underestimate the will of someone being able to write their own destiny, write their own life, create a life of their own choosing. And once they experience the taste of that, they will surrender nothing to preserve it. And that is where I believe these <laughs> these crazy ass, satanic ass authoritarians think, if I bully you in submission, you're going to comply granted there's going to be a lot of people who comply and they are well, and they are but all you need is that 13% of the population to be obnoxiously uncompromising just fucking assholes i'll settle for
1: 1% at this point
3: just 1% <laughs> yeah. who
0: says i'm not going for to real. surrender anything fuck you yeah. i want to write my own destiny i want to create my own life i want to create a destiny of of my own choosing, I'm not going to surrender that at any cost. Fuck you. <laughs> and you've left me with nothing else to lose. So you know what? If worse comes to worse, I'm going to bring you down with me. Yeah. Because I fucking hate you.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. think that is what these,
0: that is the situation <laughs> that these people have created. And I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. Look, I love you it. have yeah. to you do have to be uncompromising in these Uncompromising. Facts. I agree be with an that. Asshole. And you have to be willing to say if it comes to the point where you're gonna try to put me up against that wall and put a bullet in my head, mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna have to do to stop me. <laughs> Cause I'm not baby, baby. I'm gonna bring you down with me. yeah, exactly. oh, yes. yeah. I, I can't. I love that. One of my favorite tweets that you put out was um, it was like this like face reaction, and it was like <laughs> it's like me when they're reading uh my banger ass tweets to me during my gulag yeah. and thing. <laughs> that one cracked me the fuck. Up. That's,
3: that's true. That's what it's gonna come down to. You know
0: what? I hate these people, and I would. Worst comes to worst, if you're gonna bring me down, okay, I'm gonna make damn sure you're coming down with me. (laughs) I'm bringing you
3: down.
2: Well, Tom, Thomas Jefferson said that the tree of liberty must re- be refreshed from time to time with the blood Absolutely. of patriots and tyrants. Oh, that's radical talk, Brent. Well, but radical it's, extremists. It's, it's that's it's, it's dangerous rhetoric. Dangerous. One of the founding fathers of this nation and and the third, was it third president? I think he was the third. Jefferson, yes. Third. Um, yeah, he's got this. I was yeah, actually. Adams was second. I pulled up, the, if you actually pull up the the letter. So that quote comes from a letter that he wrote in 1787. To William Stephen Smith, who was the son-in-law of John Adams, and he he wrote this letter, which is actually like when you read it, it's really dangerous. It's dangerous, <laughs> <laughs> not just that one part. Like he says stuff like, uh, "Where is it?" The people cannot be all and always well-informed. The part which is wrong will be discontented in proportion to the importance of the facts they misconceive. If they remain quiet under such misconceptions is a lethargy, the forerunner of death to the public liberty. We have had 13 states independent 11 years. There there has been one rebellion. That comes to one rebellion in a century and a half for each state. What country before ever existed, a country and a half without a rebellion? And what country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. The remedy is to set them right as to facts, pardon and pacify them. What uh, signify a few lives lost in a century or two? The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time, in the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is natural ma- manure. So, like, I mean, that's that's some radical shit right there. And that's on. true. Yeah. It's I mean, <laughs> true. It literally
0: says, "Let's of
2: arms." But so. people are so afraid of talk like that, yes. you know, because we've been we've been cowed and we've been such, you know, we we've been packed in these comfortable little like bubbles where everything is just provided for us, and you know, it it can't last. It doesn't last, and you know, we're now we're seeing that degradation and what happens <clears> when <throat> that cycle comes to a close.
0: And this is where I think where.
2: We need to put the
0: clause in so once they put us all on trial for the gulag trials and put us up, <laughs> up against the wall, I am fighting for everybody's liberty to marry whoever the fuck you want. I don't care. Marry whoever you want. Marry as many people as you want. I don't care if it doesn't affect my life. You want to be a transgender? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Not my business. As long as it doesn't affect my personal life, that is your choice and I will defend to the death your right to practice this. I may not agree with it, but that's your right. That's what I think everybody needs to understand. and, And that the side that we are fighting on is a side for everybody. And that it is a side for those who want to be free. Yeah. It doesn't matter what party. It's just party. free but yeah. fucking left alone, man. Left <laughs> like, alone. And to have left to, to left have that alone. that personal sovereignty to have control over yourself yes. as an individual. Like our previous guest uh we had on yesterday, my friend Andy, who's a singer in an awesome band that I love. But, you know, we were we were talking about a similar thing with him yesterday and it's like I don't know, man, something has to give. I hope it doesn't get to this point. It will. Like, that you're saying it will, but we also have to be realistic and realize that eventually it does get to a point where if you don't speak and you don't start adding your voice to this conversation, then it will get worse. And you're almost assuring that it's going to turn into something like, you
1: know, and, they, and people are fucking dreaming if they think that they can just stay out of it and stay on the <laughs> fence and stay above it because there is no area of life that this is not encroaching yeah. upon. And you're seeing that now with artists and bands and musicians that how many of them are having to leave their bands now because of this. That happened with, uh what was it, Mumford and Sons and The Offspring and multiple ones now. Even with me, that was a big thing. That's something I try to remind myself when this gets difficult and I feel like Uh, This wasn't really something I asked for. I'm like, I'm, I'm just not the type of person that could have ever gone along with it. I just wanted to fucking write and make dick jokes. And I wrote a show that was just an honest thing about trying to find love as a gay person and talking about it in an honest way. And we were about to make it with Amazon and Glad came in and said, we will fucking destroy you. Because that was their precursor to all of this, controlling the minorities and getting people to believe that the way that the way, that this was just really all about protecting black people and gay people and equality and equal rights and all that bullshit. No. So no matter what you do, no matter what your passion or job or career or anything is, it will be affected by this. So stand the fuck up because there's no avoiding it. I would
0: rather my name go on the list as someone who got <laughs> shot against the wall. Yeah. a name that is not on any list for not doing <laughs> i wanted to that's, that's what i'm down to now. i wanted I'm to address that point of the sides too you know where we're like oh you're on this side or we're on that side you're conservative you're liberal no this is honestly really coming down to like we said personal sovereignty liberty the right to be left alone right and when it comes to these issues like lockdown mandates for masks on kids and 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 forcing the shot on on people who just don't want it and shouldn't even have to fucking explain why they don't want it Mm -hmm. they should have the right to just say no i don't want this shit i'm not getting it if you are against that whether you are vaccinated or not whether you are a democrat or a republican if you are against that, we are on the same side. We are. I, I don't care who you voted for. I don't care if you voted for Biden, even. And was it a fucking mistake? Probably. But. <laughs> I don't know if it would have made any of the, of the difference at this point, but the point is, if you're someone who is for personal sovereignty and freedom, once you recognize your mistake to make that choice for themselves and their own health, we are on the same side here. It, it's not a matter of liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, gay, straight, black, white, Asian, whatever. Like it is that. We want exactly. to be We want to be able to make our own decisions to decide our own destiny, like Ricky said. It's we're on the same side there, you know. And, and I, that's what I is important to emphasize that, you know. I agree, and that's that is what I believe in. Like that is that is why I fly the Betsy Ross behind me. I don't fly cool. the. Look at that extremist campaign.
3: flag. Yeah. The extremist
0: flag. Ooh, I'm a terrorist. Ooh, shoot me. Ooh. You'll do me the pleasure. <laughs> You'll actually be probably be saving yourself in the future if you shoot me right now. <laughs> so we do it. I don't fly the fifty star American flag. The reason why I don't is because I believe in what that flag stood for. And what that stood for is that you as an individual are sovereign of any government, king, ruler, what have you, and that you write your own destiny, whether it be a good destiny or a bad one, bad. that is one of your choice. Yeah. You get to choose that, you get to design it. But is it is one of your choice. I believe in choice. And that is what that flag stood for. All these people on the other side, they want to paint it as, oh, it's racist. Oh, you know, it's like, fuck you. You missed the point of what that shit stood for. Yeah.
1: And that you
3: ain't what it fucking said that ain't.
0: To that point. But that is what you stood for. Yeah. That you as an individual, you write your own destiny. That's what I believe in. I don't believe in this modern 50 flag shit. Sorry. We've lost the messaging with mm-hmm. the past. That ain't what, what it, it fucking means. stands for now. It. it I'm not going to shit on the flag, but I'm going to shit on it a little bit. We've lost the meaning
2: yeah. of what that I mean, is. It,
0: I'm not patriotic personally. And most people who know me know I'm not, I've never been a very nationalistic, patriotic person. But at the same time, you know, I think I agree to the extent that there are certain values and principles that are unique to this place and that really haven't been seen before historically, and that should be conserved. oh my God, I said it. And maybe that makes me conservative to some extent. But it's like there are certain areas where there's room for improvement, right? So we need the liberal mindset too. And we need people to be able to innovate and and to see where where the changes need to happen and where we can improve. But there are also certain things that you just, you need to hold on to and conserve those things because they're fundamental to this place being what it is. And if you destroy those principles or if you allow them to be eroded, this is going to just become the same old shit that we've seen a million times before historically. In Absolutely, any radical government ever, you know? Give give me another example in human history of self-governance. Yeah. There's been you can't... proximities maybe in like the Greek world, but like even mm. then, you know, this 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 has never happened in the way that it's happened here. It's just the, it's- I support that. That is the only thing that I support is that original flag. I don't support the fifty-one right now. I support yes. the i
1: I'm not. I'm not one of these fucking people. Like after the last year, I'm not one of these people who's like, "Oh, America's the best country in the world." It's like, not. sorry, I'm not really feeling that lately. Like, maybe it's maybe it is, but you know, at best, that's like being you, the thinnest kid at fat camp or yeah. something.
0: It's I you know, think it's we, unique it's It's definitely different, you know, and there are certain things and aspects of it that I think I mean, yeah, maybe you consider better than other countries, like for example, guts, you know <laughs> look at the difference between the states yeah. that the states that locked down hardest and were able to get away with that, and the states that ended up having to open up soonest, and you look at Texas, you look at Florida, heavily yeah. armed, you look at you got to go there, you look in New Jersey, you look at New York. Hardly anyone can get a gun that's incredibly difficult. And sure, there's a million reasons for that right now. But the point is, there's a difference. Look at Australia, the people are disarmed. Why do you think they're in a totalitarian state right now with drones flying in the sky, reminding you to put your fucking mask on? Right? Look at Canada, same thing. So it's to say that it's not a factor at all is just, it's total nut jobbery. It's like a, you're oblivious. You baby, know? baby, 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 baby. This is scary yeah this is scary it is it's I'm a little 5'5 five, five, 120 pound twink <laughs> but i got a fucking handgun yeah
3: 120 pound 5'5 five, five.
0: yes i'm 5'5 five, five. oh my shit. god he's, Are so you- awesome.
3: he's so adorable
0: bullshit <laughs> That's why I'm so angry. I got the Napoleon complex. But
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, you know, on on the topic of firearms, really quick, it's like, yes, they are dangerous, you know, and and it is a complicated topic, and I don't the see responsibility. It a, it's a responsibility, and the way I see it is, I think it's. There are legitimate reasons why gun owners are afraid of the regulations and are weary of them, right? We see why that is. And although I understand why people want more regulations and they want to try to reduce, say, accidents and things like that that happens regarding firearms, I think it is more dangerous to heavily regulate them than it is to allow them to just
3: be had. <clears throat>
1: Well, well, that well, that just goes back to feckless fucking pussy Republicans, because if you want to talk about, like, shootings and fatalities and all that, sure, there are lots of things to look at that have nothing to do with guns and nothing to do with regulations. How about the fact that nearly every single one of these shooters was on psychotropic drugs? Nobody wants to talk about that, though. Um, so, you know, again, like, feckless Republicans, they look at an issue and they're like, oh, we're just not going to talk about it. So. It's you either not get right. authoritarian leftist trying to ban guns or nothing. Yeah, and I take nothing over that. This one, um, it's Monsters Inc. meme,
0: and it, you know it's the spider guy where he's like, "I'll let, a, I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this country or a company die." You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Never mind. The I meme's mean, not gonna work. Maybe for those who are listening to it, it's like <laughs> oh, so. Man. So, how many school? And this is gonna be really bad. Maybe I shouldn't say it. It's, it's okay, okay. Yeah. okay. So it's like As if know, you know, ever so found. how many how many school children are you gonna let die before you know you let us, you know, put restrictions on the guns? And it's like I'll let a thousand school children die before I let you take a restriction on these cuts. I'm not I'm not gonna surrender that point. Yeah. Hell I I no. Know. Know. Yeah. Like, like I, I said, I think it, the risk is higher. In the other yes. direction, it's more dangerous to me to have the government be allowed to just restrict it and to take guns from people. That's more because dangerous. Look, than at president. President. look at the precedent. Look, look at the precedent. Look at the long run, that's far more worrisome to me than oh, about school shootings. And anything, I'm not anything, saying school shootings are serious and that we shouldn't address the issue. But I just think the risk is it's much higher to limit people's abilities to <laughs> arm themselves. Especially <laughs> when, when <laughs> criminals don't give a fuck about the law. That's what it's not, saying. They're going to like, get a gun and break the law to get it, so it doesn't matter, you know? Like they're they're, they're and, talking about fucking restricting, okay, armed surveillance at schools or what have you. Or, okay, let me, let me backtrack real quick. I'm a little drunk. So, <laughs> So, okay. So you restrict the guns of the country, right? Right? So all the law-abiding citizens abide by that, right? Okay. But the criminals don't. because so they're, go they're still going to go to... They're still going to go to your school. Yep. And they're going to shoot it up. So what is the only logical solution to that fucking problem, you fucking retard? <laughs> it's to have armed people at the fucking school! Jesus Christ! It's It's so simple of a logical thinking to say okay well criminals aren't going to abide by the law so we should probably have armed people at the school maybe officers to combat that to combat
2: criminals well you know we get rid of all these like crazy lefty crt pushing fru-fru teachers real quick if yes we, if we all of a sudden required that they you know were armed had a ccw or a ccl license yeah. and that trained brilliant. in the use changed, and proper yeah. you know care of the weapons yeah
1: it's a good point so we get rid of all those lefties real quick <laughs> <a good> <laughs> and i do it was the same like- thing that uh you were saying before they do the same shit with uh COVID. how many people need to die of COVID before you allow the government to inject you with oh, foreign yes. substances and lock you into oh. your house fucking all of them
0: all of them i don't care anymore i don't care if i get if i sound like a fucking prick i got in an argument with my family the other night over this shit too i don't care anymore mm. i don't care how many people fucking die over this shit do i do i prefer the lives absolutely i wish you the best in the next life i am not <laughs> going to surrender anything to these people anymore because they are weaponizing these shit. This mm. is the inconvenient truth. Do you sound like an asshole? Absolutely. Do you sound like a fucking heartless prick? Absolutely. That's fine, I am. I, I identify am. as a heartless prick. Way I, too much on the power. They are trick. weaponizing on. They're weaponizing the fact that you're gonna say, well, you know, if it's, if this is my favorite, if it saves one life, then it's worth all this. Yeah. No,
3: except no, when you no, use that no, same
0: no, argument about the shots. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, if the shots kill one person, shouldn't we just stop them? No, 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 it doesn't matter there. But if COVID kills one person, it's like, oh,
3: my God, shut everything down! Put the
1: shots! Because it's always reality as determined by radical leftists. Yeah. right. They determine the parameters of reality.
0: I don't care. You want to call me a fucking asshole for saying that one life doesn't... Yeah, okay, yep. If I'm measuring the odds, nope. One life doesn't matter. You guys know our... Do you guys know of Christian Walker? I think Mikey knows. Him. Not Christian. Is it Christian Walker? Walker, not Watson. I'm, like, confusing them. Oh, out. yeah. He's yeah. a really cute, gay, black guy. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he's funny. He's hilarious. I don't agree. Want to introduce he's... you, Tony? Yeah. He has a couple positions that I, I disagree <laughs> with on. I mean. Probably <laughs> mostly, like, his, like, rah-rah Israel, and I'm a little more critical of, like, mm-hmm. Israeli government. Yeah. Particularly not the Israeli people, the government. Anyway, agree. besides that, I fucking I think he's hilarious. I love his rants, and one of the things he's saying is just like you know, I don't care about grandma anymore. Grandma, oh up. no,
1: I'll, fuck, I'll push that bitch off the fucking cliff myself.
0: <laughs> Look, if you're about grandma, right care, we are right
1: fucking off of don't it. Care, don't care.
0: And I love when he says nuts jobbery. That's like just. Phrase. I would love to get him on the show. He would be really interesting to talk. I about. would love to have a conversation with Christian Walker. It would be so funny. To oh my god, the gay section at the four of us. Yes. Would would oh my crazy. god, if we had all five of us together, <laughs> one chat. Oh my god, too. if he goes to UCLA, I got rejected from UCLA for really? masters. <laughs> yeah, i was like okay. But Sounds his, like his did his you have a though? I'm I like. This, I'm so glad. I like the style of his videos. I like that he does them during like his Starbucks,
3: his Starbucks.
0: It's a great system that he has going with his rants. You know, it's like, what's on my mind today? All right, I'm going to go get my coffee. And then while I'm going to get my coffee, I'm going to, you know, just fucking speak my mind and put it out there. So he has a podcast now too. I haven't checked it out yet, but. Just wanted to shout him out. But it reminds me of that, you know, some of the stuff that he's been saying. It's just like, look, you know, you're saying, oh, grandma and this and grandma and that. like, Fuck her. No, grandma! I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. Like, we need to go back to fucking freedom. <laughs> like, if grandma doesn't want that shit, if grandma's too scared, then grandma can fucking stay at home, you know? I- I- grandma can get fucking euthanized.
1: <laughs> well, no, not that. But she can definitely stay the fuck home. If that I'm happens. saying that.
0: <laughs> Guys, guys, I gotta go pee real quick. <laughs> I gotta go to, fuck to bed soon. <laughs> yeah, we did too, so we should probably wrap it up here because we've been okay. Talking. Deal. This was like our longest conversation too. Like, this yes. was great. You knew it would be. Well, I had a feeling this would go on for a while, and we'll do it again too. Oh, I I'm, love I'm, you I'm guys. Say, I love this, Mike. Toad, thanks for coming on and, and fucking shooting the shit with us. And yeah, of course. I love it. We
1: gotta
2: all
0: hang out. IRL. Yes, Please.
2: Uh, uh, hold on. Just uh, least, like once I'll stop the recording we but, can talk about
0: that. You know, everyone watching, thanks for watching. You know, subscribe, all that bullshit. Find us on Instagram, you know, follow Toad. Follow not Mike Harlow on Twitter because he's not. That's
2: totally not.
0: not go to, that's not Mike. If you're Carlo. watching
2: this on Rumble, make sure you give it a plus Rumble on, yeah. on the Rumble because that really helps the channel grow. Yeah, because we're probably, we're definitely not going to be able to put this in time. Yeah, there's going to be on clips YouTube. on YouTube. So <laughs> <put> <laughs> but thanks for watching, guys. Okay.